Annihilation. And we are live. I think we're live. Yes, we're live here back in back into YouTube verse. This time in 2021. Do we think 2021 is going to be worse than 2020? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think for the first six, I, I think they're starting to get out that vaccine and shit. I think that'll start to, you know, deal with it. Well, if the vaccine like, kills everyone. I don't think it's going to kill everyone, but I, I don't know, man. I, I think that's going to be happening, and then we're going to end up like, yeah, I, I think maybe six months to like eight months before things start opening up again. Hmm. I think the first half of the year, like the winter and summer, is going to be rough. I think it's not going to be till. I keep thinking Penn State timelines, but like spring semester or maybe fall. Oh, sorry, fall semester. You know, like that October or September, or August time, roughly. I think it's just people can be like, oh, this is like 2020 still for like the first half of the year, and then it's gonna get better. Uh, but we'll be living in Biden's America. Yeah. We'll see how shit goes. I mean, it's gonna. Nothing can really do at this point, you know? It's out of our hands. It's been out of our hands since the fucking day of the election. Yeah. Which I've actually, I, nuclear. I've just been going nuclear on Twitter. Dude, your Twitter's been lit recently. <laughs> if anybody isn't already follow at Pluffy Phil, it's been great. Because <laughs> oh, like these people, these people are retarded. I swear to God, I'm like, <laughs> I, I the, like the the um Kyle Kashav. Oh uh, God. What, oh my God. Put out that this awful, this awful um. Uh, Ad, like it was like a, a joke but it wasn't funny like look if you're if you're trying to be if you're trying to be funny you have to be funny okay if you're intending to be funny uh you you, you gotta be funny okay that's or at least like, make a good attempt at it like you the, know yeah i mean there's something like something it that like the 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 joke that 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 kyle tried to put out was so bad it was just bad it was like Amy Schumer and Kathy Griffin bad. Like I'll pull it up. <laughs> it, it was bad. Like and then, and it, and it was like and you were, and I and I, I like hey I, guys, we were, we were talking about hey what's up Sam what's going on? We happy, are live by the way. Year. Happy New Year to you too. Have you guys done your intros and all that stuff? We yeah. just, we just barely we just barely got into the intros. Okay, cool. I got mine done and out of the way as well. So happy new year to, well, hopefully happy new year. I was gonna say, you better I'm, be careful saying that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm, uh, I'm, ca I, I, I wouldn't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm more cautious than anything at this point. Yeah, that's that's how. I mean, cautious in many ways, not just the virus, not just with optimism, but with everything going on. I mean. I think Phil, I, I, Phil, you're not banned yet, right? No, your tweet's still live. No, I, mean, <laughs> I thought, I thought I was gonna be because my tweet had like the Parkland shooting on it. That was it. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, like I thought that that was gonna get me kicked off. 
Oh god, so, I, that was brutal. I was like, I laughed. I when I laugh out loud, that's when I know something's like actually good. Is like when I'm alone, I see a joke and I laugh out loud. Now when I laughed out loud at, like, so, and I, I'm like, I hate being the guy. I'm like, look, I've, I don't like, like I've done, I've never. I've never made a career out of comedy. I just say funny shit. And and I've, you know, and I did like and I've done stand-up classes like when I was in DC, I did stand-up classes or whatever, but like I look, I I don't do this shit. Like I don't do I, I this isn't that's not what I do. Like like I look at and and I and I remember you you telling me, "Oh, well, go figure." Uh, Kyle's doing a podcast with Dave Rubin. I'm like, oh, there you go. Fucking <laughs> the 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 self proclaimed comedian turned fucking political commentator. Like, yeah, I can't a, even believe. I can't believe that dude grifter. had the balls to call himself a comedian. What political grifter, please? That yeah. too. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely that too. But I'm saying. Because he was a he he was a stand up comedian apparently a failed stand up comedian it was it was bad like it was I I had to look I had to um and it was one of those things where I had to look back at like some of his work because you, you you see if you go on YouTube you could actually find I think he had like a he had a special on some B side comedy central show or something like that it was so bad it was i was like why why you like you know what he did make the right move going to the young turks because like comedy was not for him okay that was you know so at least and 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 i'm pretty sure that no one was going to take his no talented ass until he went on the young turks and i think that was more competition or whatever I, I i just like god he was so awful and then and then i, I really I, I really don't like him all that much as a as a blaze tv personality either i'm just like i, I used know. to like him like when i yeah. funny enough that's how i found milo was through dave rubin's interview with him that's when i first discovered him i'm like oh this guy seems pretty cool he's very you know he's he's one of the cool lefties am i right you know and then fast forward now a couple of years and then when i started hearing that he wouldn't bring banned people back on because he was scared and yet he still says he's a champion for free speech and he's Dave Rubin, he's so brave, he's so bold, you know, he's he's not well, like the other lefties. It's like it's 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 all fake. It, it's just well, it's, it's all for money. Well, you want to know why you want to know why that is uh Sean because uh and it's I if you're like a if you're a, a broadcast/podcast nerd like I am, you might like an in, kind of like an industry nerd. You might know this but for, but a lot of people don't know that uh, Dave Rubin has financial backing from Larry King, who, quick side note, how the fuck is Larry King still even alive? Like, well, he has COVID now. That might do him, man. Yeah. Well, the, the dude is little, like, and I'm not even saying this to be mean, but he's he's little, like, not, like, I'm kind of impressed, but at the same time, like, dude is fucking 95 and still, you know, like, 
Oh, he looks like he's from the Walking Dead set. I mean, he yeah. looks terrible. Oh but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so that that's so. I mean, I and I, you know, he started a podcast network, and I, I guess that's where like, you know, that's where Dave is now. And so, like, I guess Dave doesn't want to upset, you know, the Larry King Apple Cart or whatever. I'm sorry. It's funny that you mentioned that he's his backer because I remember Ruben saying like his biggest inspiration was Larry King. He wanted to be like Larry King, and I'm like, oh, yeah, kisser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah now it all makes sense. From a dude named after a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see a Ruben on the menu, I think of Dave Ruben. I'm like. Me, uh, me. There he is again. Well, well, and you know, and to and to be fair, I mean, Larry King also has also has Dennis Miller, you know, but on his podcast, but also Dennis Miller isn't trying to suck up to people. So mm. your um, mic's really going in and out there. I don't know if it's your connection, but uh, yeah, but you know, speaking of your Twitter, Phil, I I want to. I'm glad you brought it up for a uh, second reason. Technically, is because. You and I got into a little Twitter fight. Um, I'll admit I fired the first shot, and then you dove in and brought a machine gun to when we were on Lauren Southern's Twitter. You fuck with my friends, and I, you, pay. I, you pay handsomely, okay? Yeah, That's it. Yeah, so I actually wanted to know about that because I, I saw that today. And uh, by the way, real quick, sorry to interrupt, but shout out to Kevin Dugan on the Whitfield Report uh youtube who super chatted me 30 dollars saying uh wow here's wow. some here's some money for bullets at your local gun range so yes uh yeah well with what's coming down the pike that might be a worth a worthwhile investment yeah. so but yeah. Dude, get, anyway so get the wheelchair mounted minigun <laughs> Yep, that that's that's the plan. Just just gotta call over my Vietnam vet buddies, and you know, they'll they'll do it. They may be yeah, they may be getting up there, but they can still hook up. You know, to be like stuff, so. To, to be fair, to be fair, Sean. Now, like, uh, you you brought it, you brought up some old shit, but like at the same time, like. She responded like, I, know. I mean, I, like, <laughs> I did. I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan. Like when you were bringing up old Milo shit, but like, but at the same time, she did respond. Okay? I wanted to see she what did she respond, had to say to that. Yeah. I and knew then, so she responded in a negative tone. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, no, not on my fucking watch. The reason I brought it up is because that tweet sound scrolling down the find it is so just Oh, it, it obviously I can't see it because she blocked me. So you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll find it. It's, I'm I'm shocked. I she didn't block me. I, that was what shocked me. Because I and then I, and then so yeah and then I wa I watched. So then I had to I had to watch the crossfire thing. I was like, all right, well you know maybe maybe I'll watch I'll watch this crossfire because because Trent Trent gave it some good reviews and I'm like, all right. And I trust, you know, Trent's a good friend. I trust him with fucking anything. So I'm like, all right, I watched it. And and look, the it was shit. But but the the one thing that did 
the one thing that was legit was Mike Cernovich was on it, and he's, you know, I mean, he's he hit a home run. Uh, he hit a home run on it. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, let's. Like, I like Mike. I, I'm sorry. Like, look, Lauren, Lauren Southern. I, I don't know what the fuck she's doing on there. Like, there, there's the the whatever the fuck she's trying to do. It's not working. I, 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 I don't know. And then she's begging people for money and shit. Like, yeah, dude, just be, just become a, just become an OnlyFans girl, okay? Like everybody else. Like, yeah, you know, everybody else is begging for money, okay? Now, um. Well- well, to be fair, Phil, I don't think anyone knows what Lauren Southern has been doing for like the past five years, you know, for the past like, you know, four years. Like she was she was relevant back in like 2016 during the election. But after the election, she kind of she went all she went all over the place. Like, well, what happened with her was in and we'll talk about the story in the headlines for people start asking that in the title of our video. But what happened was that she she did a South Africa documentary around 2016, which was pretty well done and was interesting. And we did a video on it. We liked it. And then she made another documentary called Borderless, which was I didn't see it, actually, because this is when all the drama started happening. But right when she released that documentary, she announced, oh, I'm retiring and bye guys and like turned off her twitter pretty much turned off the internet didn't talk to anyone didn't do a press tour didn't do anything to sell her movie that she'd spent money on thousands of dollars to produce it was all really weird and then that's when milo's article dropped on the whole thing and basically exposed her for being a grifting thoughty fake like i i could go on and i'm gonna bring why that's relevant to the tweet but it really exposed her for what her reputation really had become in the movement but nobody was calling her out for and i i understand like when people don't like people bringing up old stuff but the reason i brought it up even though it's like i think it's only a year since or yeah it's been like a year or two since that came out but the reason i brought up is because this tweet just was i mean the levels of like I don't even know which, I don't want to say projection but fakeness but like twisty manipulativeness to it was ridiculous she she sent out this tweet on December 30th which is I think the day or two after her documentary came out the new one and she said grifters don't spend every donation they get and their own savings on creating a film they put out for free I'm like okay but here's the one that gets me they don't risk their lives in South Africa or Turkey for footage. I'm in the process of registering my film funds as non-profit because that's how it operates anyways. Uh, risking your life? I mean, no. give me a break. <laughs> okay, let's be fair, though. The one South Africa, you know, I, I could see there being some shit over there because that's, that's yeah. a shithole country. But, but Turkey? <laughs> well, see, they don't like thoughts in Turkey, so most of the yeah, you know, they that's, start her yeah. start going to the bar. You know, well, they don't have bars. Like, you know, it's probably risking alcohol like withdrawal for that. And if she gets caught like seducing people, you know, the police of Vice and Virtue are gonna come out and like chop off her clitoris or something. 
I mean, it's just yeah. so just disgusting that she's she's wor- she's saying how dangerous the places she went were and how dangerous of a life she's living, but she is perfectly fine. And this is why I called her out for of putting Gavin and letting and knowingly uh, letting Gavin McGinnis. Uh, be in danger with the Antifa because they they are sub- highly suspected of because of the filmmakers she had with her that she knew were working with Hope Not Hate, and which works with Antifa. She knew this supposedly, allegedly, and they oh, dox but- Gavin's location to them. And I'm like, you don't lecture me on safety and on oh I'm so dangerous. You put uh, you know I don't risking my life here guys it's like it's it, it just really like i was like i was like all right let, let's say something i didn't expect a reply i didn't expect anything to happen i expected maybe a block you know but i see notification lauren southern reply i'm like what <laughs> okay let's see uh did you have something to say sam before i dive into her replies say uh first off is i i I mean, Lauren Southern, I've never gotten the appeal. Like, even when she was big, I was like, okay, she's effective. But, you know, she she was effective, like, originally. But, like, now I, I just don't see her appeal. And also, you mentioned Hope Not Hate and Antifa. I do want to bring up Antifa, maybe not right now, but uh, I know that... Phil is going to have some stuff to say on Antifa because uh, I was in a I was on a friend's podcast for New Year's Eve and uh, I think you guys tuned in for that too and uh, our friend oh yes was uh, kind of I it, we he didn't bring up Antifa until the end but I think he was kind of misled. Antifa. Well, Wait, yeah, because podcast during New Year's Eve. This was well. This was one he was doing on Twitch. Um, yeah, somebody that about, like, that reminds me of a certain person who did that shit <laughs> that you guys know very well. Wait, what? Not who specifically, but what specifically? No, you the the guy. You, you remember the certain person who like did the podcast on New Year's oh, after they got kicked out of their like what was it father in law's house? Uh, also, who shall not be named? <laughs> I, I'm, that's and also, me, but I think I know what you're possibly thinking of. Anyway, back to the subject. <laughs> yeah, people are listening to this like, what are they talking about? Um, but yeah, I know what you mean, Sam, because I even said some of the checks. I couldn't talk at that time, but I was like, and Steve was a terrorist organization, like. I don't care how anti-fascist you are. Like the group is a terrorist organization, and that's yeah. uh, their name is deliberately misleading. But we'll have a discussion with uh, them. Well, yeah, we'll 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 dive into that one too. Yeah, Guaranteed. but to continue with Lauren, she replied though. She goes, "Oh wow, really? Feel free to send me the proof for that." I remember being horrified by the accusations. Oh, she was really horrified. Begging for any someone's proof from those who made it and receiving absolutely none. Do you believe everything you read? I was like, whoa. 
Okay, so th- this is apparently some big false uh, accusation. You know, it, it, it's it's fake. So why did you have to disappear? Why did you disappear? Why did you went went silent? And why do multiple people back this up? And nobody's come out to your defense. You know, it, it, it it's very suspect. And then very sus. And she posts like this archive from an article she wrote on Medium. I guess debunking this, but you can piece through it. It's long and boring, but parts of it completely don't make sense. Like where she says Alex Jones said he wouldn't let Milo back on his show. Well, she never names him, which is so funny. But she says the person who made these accusations, the petty person. And it was so BS because Alex had him on the show like when the pandemic was starting. So total lie. So Phil replies, oh, you mean how you you tweet like you're an actual conservative no i don't believe everything i read (laughs) i was like all right here we go it's gonna be lit and then lauren she she couldn't resist like she just she just had to go after us with our like you know how many followers i have like 120 you have uh well, I have like 148 or something. 148. Like we're we're like these like no like randos like in her replies, and yeah. she goes, ah yes, this is all an elaborate scheme to create free dissident content to squints, expose BOM free. My leftist handlers take down NGOs for hope, not hate. Expose South African farmers for Antifa. What? You never mentioned exposing South African farmers for Antifa. Like I, like let's be real. I think that the South Africa one was fine, but her that doesn't excuse her behavior of like literally fucking people to write her own stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And then she just goes Twitter silent after those accusations. Like right after her, I think it, I think it was the South Africa video. She went like. Radius. I, I think that was when she went radius. No, silent. it was after the borderless one. The South Africa one she did first, and she did a big, you know, she talked about it, did interviews about it. it was a big deal. We watched it. Everybody was talking about it. But when she came out for second one, which was on the border crisis in Europe, it went dead silent. Like, she disappeared. She completely disappeared from public life online and offline. Wasn't that around the time that she had her kid? Yeah, and that happened too. <laughs> Which there's rumors about how that happened. You know, if you, I don't, I don't necessarily believe the rumors, but hey, so yeah, things don't surprise me anymore. Yeah, twelve pack in my uh, in my chat goes. Laura has a black baby, right? Since no, uh, you know, <laughs> no. since was... you know. <laughs> She was she was Mrs. Fourteen Eighty Eight for a while. I, it's, I remember. it's not a miss me me myself and Irene thing. Okay, we got we mm. now there is you know she has a normal baby. I guess I guess according to the pictures. Anyway, I don't know, but well, well, I mean, kid has the kid has her as a mom, so I'm not so sure if that's normal. No, there's not. there's a little buffer time. There's a little buffer time to determine whether that baby's going to be normal or not. We're, we all have our suspicions, and we're betting our money heavily on a certain direction. But, you know, the jury's still out. Yeah, it's um, 
It's it's a very weird situation, <laughs> to put it mildly. It's probably going to end up really fucked up, though. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel sorry for that child, honestly. But we still kept going at end of replies. Phil then said, I'm not saying you don't promote conservative-friendly content. I'm saying you're not an actual conservative. And that, that is the distinction that we were trying to make. That That's what grifters yep. do is they appeal to a certain audience. It doesn't mean that they actually are a part of that audience or they believe what they say. They can appeal to it. That's the easy part. But actually being that is a whole other thing. Uh, and then he also said, by the way, whoever writes your stuff deserves praise. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the one that got me. I thought you were going to initially say, by the way, whoever writes your stuff deserves a blowjob or something. I've been like, whoa. But <laughs> no, that was still not. killer. Even, that, even I have limits, all right? <laughs> well, they already know. Allegedly, they already received that. So it's not. <laughs> <you know. laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, they did. But that that's what did you in. Got you blocked from her. I am still yeah. not blocked from her, even though I... I'm trying to find my last reply to her. Uh, and then I see Jeff's talking in your chat, so we'll reply to him. I said, deleting YouTube comments and blocking people like at Pluffy Phil on Twitter for basically calling you fake is a great way to prove them wrong. And I show the screenshot of her blocking you, and then she just, that was it. So that was our Twitter fight. The problem is, like, so the problem is, like, I think, you like, certain people like i reply in a certain fashion like i know there's 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 like some people they like to just you know do the ben shapiro type replies where you're just like you know stoic and you know to the point and you know whatever i i like to add a little humor in my in, yeah. in my tweets you know if i'm gonna name a if i'm gonna give you a response it's gonna be it's gonna be somewhat humorous you know, and you know that's. I wanted to throw some bombs, and you wanted to throw some uh, package. I wanted like, to, throw, bombs I wanted to throw some gasoline on the bombs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 just I I don't know. yeah. Normally I don't care about some of these things, but I, sometimes I'm just like, why not? Let's reply. Let's see what happens. Because I do not like Lauren Southern anymore. Obviously, because I hate all these fake people like her. So it was fun yeah. To I mean, out. look. Let's be real. She she she's semi fuckable, and she's got. There's a lot of like like on the on the conservative scene. There's a whole lot of uh, incels, right? There's oh, a whole the, lot the, of incels. she knows her looks. Mm, vagina. Oh my <laughs> god! Like now. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's like, yeah, I I know. Like Sam, you say you really don't understand her appeal. Like her appeal literally is that she's good looking. She's smart well-spoken at least that's what we perceived you know everything from what you'd see on video so people like that i mean let's be real hot girls are the best-selling thing on youtube the best-selling thing Mm -hmm. in any movement especially any movement of men mostly so look at tommy laren right yeah tommy laren is like that, that, that she hasn't said she hasn't said anything that's that's original she probably doesn't she probably doesn't even uh fucking talk say her own shit right she probably says a whole bunch of shit that somebody else fucking wrote but no she's 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 semi-fuckable and people you know people watch that shit yeah yeah it's you a know? very simple that's, formula that's, that's the draw yeah that's the, that's the draw like let's be real when we all first found lauren what was our first thought it wasn't Wow, I wonder what she has to say. It was, oh, she's hot. Click. 
you know i mean that's how it works it's my my first my first thought was eh, she's okay but tommy is better so <laughs> you see two videos eh, oh tommy <laughs> it's i mean i'm like and, and i mean i i mean i i liked the appeal of the first the first couple of videos just because what she had this there was there was a there was a spunkiness to her but it was like you expect people to like i i don't know i think you expect people to evolve in, yeah in their in what they do and it's like there was really no evolution you're just kind of saying the same old shit over and over again and it's like I, well and like she sells really is evolving but she sells it like you know, guys, I was deep in the movement, and man, it was radical. People were divisive. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. She was all talking when she was she was all talking about men, like how men are men are shit or something like that. She was like, "Oh, you mean Tommy?" She had some, yeah, she yeah, had some, yeah. Uh, yeah, she had something where she was like man hating or something like that. Like, well, she uh, was about she had a breakup, and she was getting all you know. Like, yeah, because one man's bad, all men are trash. She evolved in the same way that Hunter Avalon evolved, like fucking devolution right there. <laughs> oh, I have something to say about Hunter that's funny. Um, no, that I found and out. I'm sorry. Okay, look, let, let's be real. Uh, most of the time, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna come out here and say this. I, I know this is gonna be very unpopular, but whatever. Say it, say it. Um, if. If a lot of if a lot of women if a lot of dudes get rid of you, okay, it's probably you, okay, <laughs> probably you. Yeah, but like we're 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 we were always built on a culture of like, oh, women are never wrong. No, women no, right. No, like uh, I'm like no, I'm gonna call it like I see it. Okay, if 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 there's if you're bouncing around from relationship to relationship and no nothing's fucking working, guess what? It's you. Okay, yep. you preach, preach. Everybody, look, look. There's, there's millions of other people that are in happy relationships and dealing with shit and are living, living lives or whatever. And then there's you, right? Mm -hmm. You're bouncing around from relationship to relationship. I don't understand why, why you can't find true love. Uh, maybe it's your personality. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I love I love uh my my boy Alan here in the chat is uh hit, is throwing bombs tonight as as per usual because <laughs> Alan is a fucking mercenary but uh Chad. Li literally but he says uh he says Tommy is a stuck up yeah I can't say that on YouTube uh yeah can't then, say uh, can't say which it, the, no, the 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 uh, it 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 rhymes with Sammy, bunt. You can't. Said much worse. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Well, C bunt. Yeah. Wait, it's that band on YouTube. Yeah. You know, this isn't Twitch. We we can say uh, simp. No, I we definitely say cunt. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, I mean, look, we're not we, on Twitch. We've got a whole bunch of fucked up shit on here. Okay. 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 Okay, well, I, I see. I don't care about my channel, but I just wanted to make sure that you guys. We get, appreciate you know. it, though. We appreciate it, Sammy. We though. appreciate, but, but um, we'd gladly get nuked so that we could like yeah, screenshot but, it and be like, <laughs> and, <"Look."> and, and <laughs> just and just for the record, okay, just for the record, I promise you, in 2021 there will be a lot more nuking. I promise oh, you. Yeah. I oh, promise yeah. you. Okay. 
Do you you, th- you think points. last week? You think last week was bad? Guess what? It's gonna it's gonna continue. Well, yeah. no, that's a good point though. Why is it in like the United States you can call a person a dick all the time, but as soon as you call someone a cunt, that's like you know you said the n word. Oh, cunt, cunt, cunt packs a wallop. Yeah, like why yeah. Are they literally the it's like and the, yeah, in well, Britain they use it all the time. Well, yeah, like especially Australia, you know, that's their national word. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm maybe an exception to the rule, but I have called dozens of uh, confirmed women cunts in a derogatory way on Twitter, and I've not been banned yet. I've not been, I've been blocked yes. by a few people, but I, I'm just not. I guess I'm just not like perpetual about it. I'm just you know, like, you, you know, if they say something rude and I respond, well, fuck you, cunt. You know, yeah, kind of thing for me, and you, and you, and you, you guys know my personality all too well. Um, so does Lauren now? Yeah, yeah, now so does Lauren. Um, it's not that it's not when I call somebody a cunt or a bitch. It's it's afterwards. It's like I I'll say something smart ass after that. I'll be like, look, I meant that as a term of endearment. It's like the word bitch, you know, it's like, it's a good way, you know, the bonding yeah. way. Oh yeah, no, that's, see, see, yeah. I do the same thing. It, it usually works or, or I'm just delusional and I just well, need I just, the it's notifications. Like, <laughs> well, well, Lou, well, Louis C.K.'s whole bit on, on the word cunt is one of the most honest to God. It's one of the funniest bits I've heard in comedy, but it's because it's true. Mm. And, uh, you know, basically, how it's just one of those words that you have to say when you know, like, there's just it just puts that extra oomph. You know, like she's not a bitch; she's a cunt. Yeah. So. I feel I feel the same about um, other words. You know, uh, commonly I guess commonly known in the woke community is like f slur, for one. Faggot is one of my favorite words oh, to say. I wanted to bring up that word. You know why? Yeah. Because and uh, we'll we'll address you folks in Sam's chat because I know they're asking a lot of shit about everything, but um, our boy Hunter, remember our boy Hunter? Mm-hmm. So apparently Jacob Wool co-hosted a podcast with him back in 2017, and I'd seen him say this before, but I saw it again. I completely forgot about. It. He said I had to fire him after a few episodes because he wouldn't stop using trashy profanities like the word you were talking about, Apex, despite repeatedly uh, repeat warnings from me. And Jacob says, now he does TikTok videos with hashtag LGBT, rainbow flag in the description, talks about how he voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> it's like... Wow. A total... Well, not even a 1-8. That's like a 3... Like a 7-20, you know? When Dow- Jacob Wool kicks you off of his podcast <laughs> or profanity, you know you fucked up. So yeah. So so Hunt so Hunter Avalon basically pulled an Owen Benjamin where he uh where he too much for our circles. I mean <laughs> that's like dude. Well where yeah. I mean it's I mean Hunter I was, uh, <clears throat> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I was just gonna say Hunter Avalon and Kyle Kushev both. I, I saw that you're uh I saw your tweet, Phil, by the way, about, about Kyle, too, and I, I 100% agree with that. Like, Kyle is an obvious... I mean, so is so is David Hogg. They're both horrible. 
they're both horrible grifters. They're both uh, pawns too. Like I think what's really yeah, tragic yeah. that's happening because you're seeing it happen with actually of all people that I would think it wouldn't happen with is Nick Sandman. You're seeing these the establishment essentially pick these people up and not just use them as pawns, but they they warp them. They twist them. They take people like Sandman, who should be like the hardest red pilled, like strong, anti establishment like guy of of our age group. And he's campaigning for Mitch McConnell. He's speaking at the RNC, he's doing all these other things, and it's only gonna get worse. But he's somebody that let's let's remember, let's wind the clocks back not too long ago. Not only was he smeared by the left wing media, he was smeared by the right wing media. The people yeah. that smeared him are now he bought him. They they bought him. He's working for them. He's working for the people that smeared him. I mean, does he not get this? Does he not care? I don't no, think he's a dumb guy. I think, I think like it's a, just money. I think it's just I think, I think, it's a a I think there's an yeah. abuse syndrome there. I think there's an abuse syndrome there. Like well, like what yeah, did, the, the, uh, what did not well what did Sandman do this time? He was the grinning what kid, remember? Yeah, it's think you should explain it. Yeah, what'd he do? What he's doing now is he's working for establishment people like Mitch McConnell. I I think what Alex I think what Alex is asking though is has he done anything like recent since the oh. since which to my knowledge no i mean they're just he was like his thing like like the his thing, thing that got my attention was the tweet where he was questioning uh he was questioning lynn wood now now to now all of us can say hey maybe maybe lynn wood's tweets sound a little off or whatever but for Nick Sandman, given that this Glenn Wood is the guy who went to bat for against these big fucking media corporations on your behalf and stuck up for you when everybody else fucking breathed fire down his fucking back, you might want to like keep your mouth shut, you know, just saying. Well, now Glenn Wood is saying that Epstein is alive. Yeah, uh, like right. there's some weird so, stuff with Linwood, and I've heard that maybe he wasn't as involved yeah. with the lawsuit actually, but he did stick up for the kid on TV, like you know, whatever uh, that may be. And it's like, why are you punching right on this? It just doesn't make sense. And he's also been tweeting out stuff recently where he, I think I I could be wrong, and he double check this, but I think he basically said like early on. Like, guys, the election was not stolen. Like, we should accept Joe Biden. Like, something kind of along those lines. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have to check it, but yeah, you're getting I mean, the let, feeling let me... he's more establishment than Trump America he's first. Trying. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah. I think it's it's. I think it's uh. I think it. I think it's a, a like abuse victim mentality, right? Yeah, the, the the dad abuses the child, but then the child still is like, "I'll make you love me, Daddy. I'll make you." I guess like a I'll like a Stockholm you... syndrome. Yeah, kind of like, kinda like Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. Yeah, I'll earn your respect one day. Like, it's it's not just... realizing that the dude is a drunken piece of shit who's never gonna fucking re- who doesn't recognize anything anyway. Like, I just yeah, like well, the I establishment think he... doesn't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Even 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 if they. Even if they cup his balls one day, they're gonna fucking ditch him the next. Like yes. it's 
it's going to be quick. It's yeah. going to be quick. That's what I think is going to happen. I think I don't want to throw him to the curb and saying like he's useless, he's worthless because oh. I see some like he's young, a lot of time left, and I think personally he's going to have a moment where he's going to see what's really like, and it might might wake him up. It might make him come home to. I was gonna say daddy, but that'd be a little too on the nose. But I don't come I don't home so, to man. the think... MAGA crew again and like be strong and. Well, his problem, you know. the the tweet that he had was, was where, uh, where, I think he was somebody was questioning his loyalty, and then he said he tweeted something like, "Well, no, the truth, the truth matters more than loyalty." I'm like, oh, dude. Ugh. Cringe. I don't know, buddy. I don't know, Cringe. buddy. Even if that's technically true, like let's just. Say I mean, the truth is important. Yeah, yes. no, don't get me wrong. Truth is important. No, no, no. Wait, wait. But no, I'll no, lie. No, no. I will it, lie it, for that a friend. Is, I would say no. That is true, though. Like, the the truth is more important than than loyalty. I guess that uh, depending on how far you break it down. No, but when we're if, talking if, national look, scale, any one of you, I will lie. Look, the, the truth does matter, but. In times of need, or in times where uh, where I want somebody to have my back, or I'm, the time is right for me to have okay. somebody yeah. else's back, yeah. I will I will lie like That's a motherfucker. Yeah. For, I will yeah. lie like a motherfucker for any one of you to get you out of yeah. some shit. Yeah. Right? I don't That's care. A- that's I a devil's care. advocate angle. I'm, I can't play because I'm right there. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you on that one. Well, that, that makes fucking sense. Like, you know, loyalty matters above all else. Like, you know, truth matters more than loyalty. If the truth matters more than loyalty, like, let's say you're fucking, you know, the the girl in the attic. You know, uh, fuck, what's her name? The girl in the attic. Yeah, the one with the <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to you know, say I'm, Helen Keller. I got mixed up all the time. <laughs> truth matter more than loyalty at that point or you can be loyal to your friends and family well and the other thing too is like okay look let's say he has an issue with that tweet don't blast him publicly dm yeah. him you probably, he probably has his number and freaking you know the uh, he's probably got his him pinned on the top of his iMessage app just hit him up that way don't make this spat publicly like that that's the problem i have and i know Look, there's sometimes you need to call people out publicly, and there's sometimes you don't. This is one of those times you just don't. Just don't, don't, don't. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's frustrating. But I saw Jeff actually ask in the chat what we, um, I'll be there in a second. Uh, Well, Jeff asked in the chat about what we think of uh, Poopy Bennett. Do you guys know the story about that? With the guns. Yes, the Ken State gun girl. Um, so there's a picture of her where um, I think it's from college. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't, but I have a fucking surmise where <laughs> yeah, it's going. One of those people that, you know, shit, on, like they got too drunk and they shit themselves. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's And there's a picture of it. What was that? <laughs> For shame. I couldn't hear you, Alex. What was that? There is a feet folder now. I, I, <laughs> I said there's a there's a photo of it that she really obviously doesn't like for obvious reasons, but gets circulated around. People bring it up every time, like she's at some campus. Uh, but to address Jeff's question on that, like what we think of her, I personally think she's 
she had like this 15 minutes of fame and boy did she like use it to her advantage i i think her videos are cringy she brings up stupid points and stupid arguments but i hope she means well i personally don't think so but i uh, like i her. actually have i do not i have like something her. I have something I want to kind of tag on that because I was sitting in the VC here for a good 10 minutes or so just on mute listening to you guys because I didn't have much to say because I didn't I, I wasn't privy to the Lauren Southern thread but I was uh, something was said that I wanted to comment on that applies here expect that girl to pop back up on the internet uh, in a few years in some sort of relevance in some sort of similar capacity to what she was in the first place she'll oh she does keep popping up like when she was at ohio state that was trending on twitter for a while where all these people were swarming her and her bodyguards had to basically like get like pick her up and get her out of the crowd it was so bad i remember we were talking about that at turning point meeting like she keeps getting in there like and her channel has quite a few subs I will give her credit. She she is not afraid. I mean, she goes out yeah. there and she is pretty fearless. But I think she just brings up stupid points and is really bad at arguing. It makes people. I guess bad. it's a it's a little different situation from what I was actually trying to describe with Lauren Southern and Sam was asking like what the appeal is now. It's some weird internet memory hole that happens. I've seen it happen dozens of times with people whether we're talking about monday matt matt jarbo uh, or, or the ethan ralphs that that end of the spectrum or the lauren southerns these conservative grifters or the lefty grifters that shift back and forth like they they embarrass themselves on the internet they disappear for x amount of time and then they reemerge and they make money and they become prominent again and people listen to them somehow and and you get shamed as someone even brought up here, oh, don't you know? Don't bring up old shit. Like it's bad to bring up old mistakes people have made because they don't matter because it's the internet or something. It's some weird fucking psychology of of you know the e celeb, uh, and it happens perpetually on all ends of the spectrum that I've witnessed in all the years I've you know yeah. been uh, watching people on the internet. Well, I think it and depends it's, uh, it's what it weird, is. You know, if it's a stupid tweet or an edgy tweet, I think anybody that brings that up and thinks it's a got you is it's in in most cases, it's very silly. But if it's like you've done really dirty stuff, you've done horrible stuff, you've treated people terribly. No, bring that up because that's that's a reflection of character. That's a reflection of who you are. You those things mostly don't change. If you do change, great. I hope you do. And well, that, there's that a, brings me back to that thing about her shitting her pants. Like, you know, there's a lot of legitimate things you can get her for, but I feel like that's a fucking low blow. Like, there's a lot of college girls who have done similar shit, and I've seen it on Snap on Penn State Snapchat. Oh yeah, I, I've seen it back when fucking Yik Yak was still around. Like, it, she was not the only person that shit herself after getting drunk. Like let's be no. real. I think plenty, of, plenty of dudes have done it too. <laughs> well, but but hold hold on. I I thought she I thought she shit her, she, I thought she uh shit herself in protest of like having to well, like get kicked off campus or something. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember well, the funny. uh the uh, turning point safe space like where they were in? They were in a literal diapers. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, re I remember that. So I'll be with you in about an hour. But I don't think that way, like that criticism about, uh, you know, the the gun girl Hold is, on. you know, valid. That was an embarrassing moment, and you know, it's it's sad, but you know, shit happens. It's not like something on her character. Her... Now, there's stuff about her character you can absolutely attack her for, mm -hmm. but I think that's just a fucking low blow. Yeah, it yeah. is, but it's something that, yeah. and I'm not saying I think, you know, people should keep bringing this up. I'm not saying that, but the reason people do is because it's one of those things you can easily mock somebody for, and I I don't want to say like anybody's being too smart with like how they attack or anything, but it's it's one of those things that it's like it's an embarrassing thing, so it's it's like easy for mocking. But the the it's, thing it, it's embarrassing, but it happened, and that's that's one of the things about the internet, man. Like, you know, you gotta people have to own that shit, and if you, it, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I feel like honesty is the key. You can't lie for people. You can't, you know. I mean, if you know, in a personal situation, if uh, someone is you know there's an injustice I, I just think honesty is the key nine times out of ten even when you're talking about close friends especially when you're talking to close friends you need to be fucking honest with them and not lie to their face and just tell them what they want to hear um you know so it's hard to you know stretch that out over you know from real life to the internet you know what i mean because well, they're very be different let's be real it's hard to get it's hard to get the truth from point A to point B when everyone around us is a fucking liar, basically. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like yeah. everyone out there is trying to bullshit you. Like, right. And yeah, it's like, look, sure. we're just like, look, we're, we're trying to, you know, like, look, look at what we do. Like, look at what we do with our shows or whatever. We're just we're, trying to be we're that fucking, we're literally that meme of fucking Charlie from Sonny with all the fucking, uh, you know, threads in the room or, you know, the, um, <laughs> You know, I feel like that uh, the conspiracy the threads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to that point, as our friend, uh, well, Apex at least our friend, Semper Reloaded brings up, um, that's why none of us have reached past the uh, the 700 sub mark. Yeah. And we won't, but that's whatever. Whatever. Well, yeah. Keep it up eventually you know i mean look i no, i i don't i just don't i don't think that the i think i don't think that the youtube algorithms will 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 let us and and that's and that's fine look I, that's not my purpose like that's not our purpose right like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sacrifice content to you know to get a couple more subscribers i don't give a shit like oh it's just like i'm we're here to have fun and we're here to share shit with people and you know, and that's it. I mean, it's not like, and, and if we get subscribers, welcome and thank you. But I mean, whatever. I mean, if, if it doesn't happen, do, I'm not going to pout about it. Like, I'm, gonna, yeah, where I'm, I do have to say, I do have to say, I find it really interesting that of the, the two plus years uh, that I was making clips of Owen Benjamin, of him saying, egregious shit just reclipping that or me doing commentary over him saying egregious shit and me also saying egregious shit i got some strikes over the the years but i i spread them out when my channel got deleted i posted two 
uh, no, I'm sorry, three separate clips uh, of Trump rallies that I was watching live. That I, he said something, I rewound my fucking thing, and I screen recorded just like I did Owen Benjamin clips. Within a week, within a week, uh, maybe two weeks of posting these Trump clips with no context, just they were just straight up rips. I got, uh, you know, the three simultaneous strikes on uh, one of them was one of the Trump clips. The, uh, the other two were just random Owen clips all at the same time. So it was like, I got away with it for years. Owen, you know, saying the N word and talking about burying people under fence posts. And, um, you know, the, the, you know, the best way to get the best way to get away with people that hate you, uh, you're getting, you know, get away with hiding pe the people that hate you, uh, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, a couple of Trump clips and fucking 12 years, of YouTube channel gone is so, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I found that kind of strange. <laughs> Uh, you know, to the point that we were speaking about. Oh my god. See that Sean, you need to add a counter on the OBS. <laughs> the, fucking the Owen Benjamin system. Oh man, I do another one now. <laughs> well, hey, you said OBS, so I mean, the acronym just worked perfectly for that, but no, like. The Owen Benjamin system. <laughs> dude, I mean, I we, we, we've joked about, and chat, you, tell us if you agree, but it's every episode i mean we we mention a lot of names but every episode the 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 voldemort name comes up he who shall not be named comes up and i think at this point we need to start a counter so that we have our owen benjamin drinking game where every time you hear the name dropped like a literal count yeah just bing you know you should give it a sound yeah, too every time you say like we need like a soundboard where like we make like a bear roar or something you know <laughs> Or, or no, just the sound of like a playhouse when it'd be like the special word of the day. <laughs> yes. The bear who shall not be named. That's what we'll just, we'll just start with. Be named. <laughs> oh, God. No, it, it, I, I, I think we should do the sound of him crying or breaking down. <laughs> well, I, think we should, we, I think we should do the sound of him crying on stream. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. That no, have you guys ever. Have you guys ever seen him trying to open the beer bottle? Um, sitting outside, he, he eventually smashes it against his, uh, his his wood stove. You know, because it's like a it's it's a pop. You know, he needs a fucking bottle opener, and he's trying to twist it off, and he can't get it. And he smashes it against the fucking stove, and he's like, "Oh shit! I wait, thought that would work." Wait, so how did you guys get involved with this individual? Not this story again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, Sam's story is totally different from mine, but he was just oh. one of the random randos that I came across on YouTube. Uh, oh, like he played he played piano and looked at memes. Uh, uh, he seemed pretty to, cool at the you know, time. Seemed fairly red seemed pilled funny. About, red he seemed he was talking fairly fairly red pilled about Hollywood, you know, about the you know the shit that went on there, and not too graphic, but he definitely didn't say anything negative about the uh, uh, the small the Nazis he refers to them now. Yeah, the Jawas. <laughs> uh, no, no, nothing derogatory. Actually, you know, he went the other direction there. But th that didn't matter. He was just somebody, you know, entertaining while I fucking chopped wood or uh, watched a kid's soccer game or whatever, you know, whatever it would be That's doing That's terrifying at the time. in, in hindsight. What are you, Kandowski? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> You're watching kids' soccer 
games. What the fuck are you saying? That's good. <laughs> no, no, it's just I'm saying like I would listen to random shit while I would do those those things. Wait, no, no, oh, I, I thought you said Owen was. Soccer games. No, no, no. I would be listening to random podcasts while I would be chopping wood or watching one of my fucking kids' soccer games well, or something. You have, you have kids. Not anymore. I have stepkids, and I don't have them anymore. No. No. Oh, okay. I have no biological children. Soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the point, though, is, yeah, it was many years ago, and I, I watched him I watched him open the uh, the infamous gummy dicks on stream, uh, and then also watched him dox a couple of individuals and, and accuse them of poisoning those gummies. Yeah. Which is how, no, which is how which I is got how, tied in. And which with... is how Sam... Uh, and his whole group got tied in. Oh my god! Mm. So yeah, there's that... a. I mean, there's a. The, the, Owen is a perfect example of kind of what I was saying earlier about the internet's memory hole. Uh, and it uh, he he comes up all the time. A because you, you oh, fucking god. idiots keep letting me on the show. Uh, but B, Sam is also you know you know pretty intimately tied. Intimately. In his internet career, yeah, it's, it, it works. It works, you know, in the English language. In that sentence, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I have <laughs> to fact check that. I, uh, I won't. chat fact closely, check us. I'm closely totally tied to. Uh, <laughs> but um, I want the to... point. No, he's a he's a perfect example of the memory hole, though. And like, I have a close tie to it. I've seen it happen repeatedly with Owen and it happens on a bigger scale with more people on it's it's there's some weird thing that's going on with the internet and the way people interact with it and they their inability to uh like accept what's right in front of them it's not like you know you can learn a lot of things from the internet but you can refuse to learn even more from the internet somehow seems to be my observation from both my interactions with it and my interactions with people um, who interact with it. It's very weird. Nah, it's dude, not fuck the internet, man. That's been getting pussified for the last, like, ten years. Yeah. It's gotten really yeah. cocked recently. Like, the ever since... Yeah, 16... normalized, normalized cyberbullying again, man. Dude, look at the Xbox. Like, look, <laughs> you know, the, the generation. The biggest, like, probably the biggest pussies out there grew up on Xbox live chat. How does that happen? Yeah, I was watching a video I sent to you, because I know you obviously were playing on Xbox. I didn't have one, but I was, I know you've told me about how profane it was, and I was watching a video by the act man of screenshots, of recordings, of everything that would go on on Xbox live. And you think what you see on 4chan is out there is like edgy is whatever you want to call profane you haven't heard these xbox live voicemails about people threatening to like come to their home and even say because it's like you gotta hear it to really experience like what these these creative insults and threats are i experienced it I, I lived. I lived that life, bro. I sent a couple of those messages. Maybe <laughs> perhaps you can't prove it. You know, like the tale of two. Seasons. You can't prove it. the best of times was the worst. Exactly. Exactly. I learned much. I learned much, as as many uh, young people did back well, then. Well, the crazy thing is that Just wasn't that... that long ago. Like it feels no, like it wasn't. <laughs> decades, but it was like less than ten years a ago. Decade. 
Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was exactly. Like 2013, man, you could still find people like that. And that was back then, too, before they had, like, screen capture. That's when they had so, Leafy on YouTube, too. Uh, was he around 2013? Yeah, I, I think mean, he, he probably was. Minecraft shit, but it wasn't. He didn't really get popular until like 2016, I think 2017. It was, a, but it was yeah, still, still in that like, time period kids. from like 20, I guess like 20. I'm rounding up, but like 2010 to 2016, that was like peak internet, you know. I don't know, man. I think it really peaked before then, dude. Like oh, they yeah, had peak fucking was man, back when that yeah. shit was around, dude. That. I never even fucking used LimeWire, but it was, you know, one of the fucking best things out there. I I, will I say rem- peak peak internet was pre-smartphone. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. Like back then, yeah. you know, you could go and find anything on this fucking shady ass website. Back it was then. it was the literal wild wild fucking west, man. You know, Dude, the website, the regular websites, like you didn't have Facebook and shit. You might have a, it might, maybe you had like a MySpace, but like even that was pretty badass. You can figure that shit. But <laughs> yeah, MySpace was dope, dude. One MySpace thing was dope. I'm sorry. That came later though with the smartphones, because I, I actually, I know you talked about this a lot, Alex, but even uh, Nick Fuentes was mentioning this yik yak. I love that shit. That was like, <laughs> I wish I had paid attention to that. Dude, that was, like, honestly, I mean, you can do a fucking video on that, because that app itself, it was, like, a local area 4chan. Cause Pretty there was, much. Like, and you would see all sorts of funny shit. I remember I first learned about it, I was in the student government at Penn State. <laughs> uh, it was one of those branch campuses, and they are like, oh, yeah, this Yik Yak app, it's terrible. People are calling it <laughs> And that's when you went, download. <laughs> yeah, like, it was fucking great. Like I remember, like the first year I had it, like someone made a death, like someone made like a like a shooter threat at Penn State, and <laughs> they got busted. And then like when I was there, like on the main campus, because I had it at Penn State York, and it wasn't that, you know, it was just a lot smaller place. And then you go up to main campus, and there was like so much shit going on. There was a fucking foot dude. <laughs> like basically, they let you post pictures in there, and you just take pictures of these girls' feet. It started going downhill and they required you to use a username and then they removed that for like, I think six months and then that was kind of good again. But, you know, it was the most interesting app and I wish that we could have that sort of stuff again, but because of, you know, the postification of the internet and society in general, they wouldn't allow it. Like people would say sexist shit, racist shit, fat phobic, transphobic, like every sort of just fucked up thing it, it was literally like fortune you'd find people i remember i was in this um you know student government summit at like i think it was penn state out to it wasn't out to it was like the one year philly here which one it was mm-hmm. and uh you you know or abington shit. i think it was abington yeah, yeah, yeah i think it was it was one that amelia Earhart went i remember that because there was some like they had tried to have some diversity bullshit i just stood up in that meeting and i walked out <laughs> And this gay guy kept yelling at me for smoking cigarettes. And I was like, okay, buddy. I thought you'd understand putting a you know, stick in your mouth, but okay. Oh, God. Now that, I, don't like, I don't like how, uh, well, like, we, that was one of the things I didn't like about the, the, the podcast, the, the podcast that, like, Sam did with G8 the, the other day on Twitch. Um, he's here he's i think i he's think jeff is, i think yeah. jeff so yeah. area area grievances phil this is this is exactly what i want <laughs> here's so. what here's what here's what i'm thinking well one of one of one of the things i didn't like was he 
he was he he was giving uh, he was giving he was kind of okay with the idea of sent like of them censor like that like Twitter censoring people or whatever, and uh, and I I just I have a problem that like one. He called it as he he called Twitter a public company, which or he company. called him a private a private business, and that's that's inaccurate. They're not a if if they were a private business, I wouldn't have a problem with that. They're a publicly traded company. They get yep. government subsidies. They get government tax breaks. Yep. Like they they are they and and they operate in a government function. They have government. There's government individuals that have government accounts that you pass out government information on these platforms there that's not i mean for for me um that's um that's not but i think i think if if you hold that kind of um if you hold that kind of role then you should be you should fall under the same constitutional guidelines as most other organizations have to like uh and i i mean i, I mean that's Apex. yeah well i mean i'm sure he'll pop back on um yeah. but that that kind of that kind of bugged me and then it was like well if it and if you have a problem with that then you're you're not really then then you are more with the fascists than you are with actual conservatives and i'm like well that's not true either like being a fascist it's like being a fascist which which i think let well, i mean i mean i think i have a problem with them labeling fascists as only right wing i always felt like left wingers can be fascists too like oh, when yeah. you're trying to what when you're trying to, to fascism are we referring to the same thing as fascism you know, because that, that's one of the biggest things is people define the term. Define right. Then this is one of those things that, that these are this is another one of many, 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 many terms that the left manipulates into multiple definitions to be able to, you know, to manip ma manipulate, to try to manipulate the narrative into whatever they want. The, the But but also the but the problem is like, oh, so we like like what we do and what and what a lot of and what a lot of conservatives are doing is not fascism you're we're protected we're trying to protect the right the constitutional rights of pe people even if we don't like them we're trying to protect the constitutional rights of people even we don't like with fascism it's like you either bend to my will or we're going to make you pay like it's not like it there, there there's there's a whole world of difference um that was one of the main gripes that was one of the main gripes i had about the uh podcast i'm sure i'm pretty sure i'll have, there'll be a couple of other there'll be a couple other gripes that i think of along the lines but yeah yeah well well i i will say like because we are planning to do one with um this guy because i mean he does yeah. seem like a smart guy and i've interacted no, with him a few there, times many he's things. really nice and uh, no, he's a night. He, like I'll say this, nice guy. We'll he's listen. Had, we'll listen to the. We'll have a conversation with. Yeah. And there's he's, stuff he, that I do agree with him. Yeah. There's stuff I do well, agree with him on. There's well, there's other also, stuff. Yeah. And I will also say this big positive for Jeff Hamill. He introduced me to you guys. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 
that in and of itself is a big thing. So, and there's, but there's just certain things that we disagree with on, and we're just going to have to disagree with. Oh uh, yeah, for we're sure. Probably, we're never going to, I don't think we're ever going to really meet in the middle on some things. Um, one of them was when I, when I joked around and said that Kami should be executed, I I wasn't kidding. They should be executed. No, no. Execute um, order no. sixty six. No, I I don't. I, no, and and for okay. So, so we'll I, start. I'll I'll, I'll I'll unpack that one here. Um. Uh, first off, like with the death penalty, right? I think that I I support the death penalty unless. Uh, you have a prison like Russia has Black Dolphin prison. Like if you have a prison like Black, Black Dolphin, Dolphin. yes, yes. And, and if you don't know, and if you don't know Black Dolphin prison, Google uh, YouTube it. I'm telling you, it will change your life, right? But if we, if you have a prison like that, I'm more than willing to give up the death penalty. More than willing. But until then... Uh, yeah, I'm 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 100% for the death penalty. But anyway, like with communism, okay. So with our country, we have freedoms, right? We have a constitution, we have freedoms, right? And one of those freedoms is if you don't like what we do here, you have the freedom to get the fuck out and move wherever the fuck you want to go, right? Not going to keep you, not going to keep you here, not going to, you know, won't imprison you for anything like for believing in something else but yo if you're gonna be a communist that's a different story right because because we are we are a capitalist we're, we're, we're a capitalist country we're not a socialist. Well, see, I, I don't like the term capitalist because that was invented yeah. by the communists to describe free market economies mm. so yeah and, and 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 let me correct myself we're like now, now that now that I said that, we we are definitely not a capitalist country. Um, after this, after these last few, what these last few months have shown us is we are not a capitalist country at all. Like we're some form of mixed economy where we do have some forms of social, like you know, we have fucking direct payments with that currency. We have regulations, Look, but we have most, we could say we have a free market basically with regulation. Pretty much, yeah. we could have. Yeah. We could have we we could label ourselves social capitalist or um, we could label ourselves there's some there's it's plenty of labels that we can name ourselves. But now now in January of 2021, I'm like, dude, we're 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 probably a corporate socialism. We're we're corporate socialism. Like yeah, <laughs> I look at the bill. I look at that man. fucking. I look at the I look at that bill. I look at that bill that gave us that very generous 600 fucking dollars still haven't mine yet <laughs> yeah like and and i'm like how much money did these fuckers these fucking corporations get holy shit the whole bill was like a trillion dollars the bill was a trillion dollars about and then the, and so many assholes got a whopping 600 bucks like the, the, the shit the, the shit that they ran through there too is unbelievable as well I don't think we, I think what should have happened was instead of just giving it to people, just give it to people who are unemployed or are underemployed. You know, people like me who make, who have been making the same money I made before, and we don't fucking need it. I'm you know, kind the, of, and, and, and look, I'm, I'm a fan of, 
I was a fan of payroll per, the payroll protection. Like, yeah, like giving Pete like using some of that money to keep people hired. Like try to give some somebody like a you know, you, you know, the incentive to keep people on board, whereas, you know, they're still employed, they're still getting some sort of compensation or whatever, like something, something along the lines of, of, of that type of shit, right? Um, instead of just handing it, 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 like, and this pisses me off, this is part what pisses, pisses me off about the fucking GOP too. Like and some of these bail with some of these bailouts and all that shit, they were just giving, they were just giving corporations money. Like, oh, here, here's, here, here's, they here's don't do money that to us. No, and and even the last, the last bill, like the the Heroes Act, I think it was called. I, I I'm still there. There's so much bullshit. I'm 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 lo- I'm losing names for everything. I um, but yeah, I will- like, with the Heroes Act. Right. They, they gave them money. They gave them money. And it was like, oh, if you keep your employees, it can be a get it'll be a grant where you don't have to pay it back. If you don't, then it's then you'll have to pay it back. But so a lot of these businesses just declared, kept the money, spent it, then declared bankruptcy mm-hmm. and fuck it. Yeah. You know, like, yep. And that's where like, I think Jeff and us will definitely agree. Cause I saw his comment in the chat where he said, so along the lines of like fuck race, it's about class, and that's what we've been saying from yeah, and the, a yeah. long time that it there is no, there should be no. What was that? Who's this Jeff guy? Uh, Jeff Hamill. He's our pal from Penn State. He yeah. was, uh, he helped Sam Richards, uh, with his class. I I forget what his title was. I sorry if I don't remember. I think it was, I don't think it was it teacher assistant a TA. Yeah, well he he, like he was. I, I he did it. He did it. He did quite a bit for that class. He did a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, that's I, why I say I, he he like helps him like run it, live stream it, do yeah. all these things. Like he he's his yeah. right hand man pretty much for that class. And yeah. you know uh, what 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 I totally agree on, and this is something we were saying, especially during the Black Lives Matter rides, is that there's all this talk about race. People are trying to divide people by race, but really, what's been happening. And it's only going to get worse, and we're going to. We've been seeing the shifts, especially the populism rising in this country since sixteen. Is that it is a class division? It's all about mm-hmm. class. It is the people versus the elite. Some call it rich versus poor, but it really is the people, the people that want to help this country, the people that want to make this country great, versus the people that want to keep their power and money for themselves. That's that's the struggle, and. I mean, look, we disagree with the Bernie Bros on a lot of things. We disagree with the Yang Gangers on a lot of things. But at the end of the day, maybe we have different solutions, but we agree on the problem. We are directionally going for the right you know, place, but we have different ways of going there, if that makes sense. One of the problems, one of, one of the problems that I have, um, and, and one of the reasons why I think I, I, I don't know if we'll ever meet in the middle on it, on, on, on a lot of this stuff is the terminology is that de- like the definitions of a yes. lot of the terminology is different. Yeah. Like with, for, for yeah. what, what, what fascism, nationalism, racism, racism. Yeah. What the left defines as racism and what the right defines as racism are two very different things. 
right? Yeah. And, yeah. And and as long as they as long as the two sides remain, and, and I I refuse like I refuse to believe the left's definition of racism, where it's like a privilege plus power thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, BS. I don't believe it. I don't believe in that. I think I think anybody I think any race any race can be racist, right? think any anybody anybody can anybody can be racist like if you if you if you hold a particular uh if you hold a one uh pigmentation skin pigmentation as as in a greater caste system than the other you're a racist i don't give a shit what color mm-hmm. is on the top uh, you think is on the top or the bottom you're racist right well, and if you have and, a brain and i don't mean like in the smart way but if you're a human with a brain you're gonna have biases you're gonna have prejudices and yeah. that's where it comes from yeah uh lara rapshaw in the chat brings up a good point as well we're being divided by generation as well that yes boomers I mean, versus zoomers baby yeah I mean that. I mean that's true, Lair, But that that's kind of how it's always been, though, too. If you think yes. about it, like, like the baby boomers versus their greatest generation, you know, parents, and so I mean that. I, yeah, you're right. But that's also kind of how it's always, how it's kind of always been, I guess. Um, and then and then the olives says, uh, I can't imagine what it's like to be born without a phone be born with a phone and internet in your app and that's very true because like i was born in the mid 90s so the internet was around but it wasn't what it is today like when i was a kid the internet was still in its infant infancy when i was a kid my dad had dial-up internet i remember that yeah little box that would sit on top of his tower i remember getting rid of it and seeing Windows 98 and then Windows 2000 and Windows XP, which nobody probably even our age even knows what that means. Or, Dude, I, no, I mean, I, I mean, I do. I, I meant, yeah, sorry, I meant people like younger, like the, um, yeah. the alpha generation, that's the next generation after Zoomers. You know, they, they don't even know what that is, but. Well, um, well, what, what's funny is like, is now in high school, like I have a, I have a neighbor who's in who's like in high school and he goes to me the the other day he um he goes yeah we watched we watched the uh the Steve Jobs iPhone presentation mm. in history class and I'm like a kid I I remember watching the keynote while it was live when I was in middle school wow but like I don't like, remember it I remember when the iPhone first came out very, like, very um, vaguely because I was younger at that time. I was born in 97. But, yeah, that's crazy. And another crazy thing, too, which was the title of this video and kind of connects back to the divisions that we're bringing up and how people are being broken down. Another thing that's really interesting to see right now that I think is going to become a trend and a discussion amongst and the debate in the right specifically is about cops because there was a protest happening i forget where specifically and <clears throat> there were proud boys there and they came waving a thin blue line flag the black american flag with the blue line the pro-police flag pretty much it ended with them stomping on it and Good. calling the cops Pretty much, I forget, I don't think the word was traitor, but maybe like oathbreaker or something like that. 
because the cops and I don't know the full details, but this that really, to be honest, doesn't matter. What matters here is the perception that the cops were rounding up Proud Boys and doing nothing to Antifa. And I think what's going to become a interesting debate that the right is going to have to have over the next year, pretty much, is do we back the blue when the blue doesn't back us? Because that's what that's how these people are perceiving it. I personally think cops should be like you were saying earlier, Alex, hundred percent neutral. The laws applied equally to everyone. But when you have these instances, and I'm not saying this is all cops, but when you in have now cities? in a time where we used to have a lot of good cops, but now a lot of them have left. And there's articles about this. this isn't a conspiracy. But a lot of cops, good cops, have left and said, screw oh. this because of the defund the police talk, the hatred towards cops, cops getting assassinated. You're having a lot of good cops leave and a lot of bad cops are, gonna, are inevitably going to fill those shoes because no you know, good person, decent person is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to sign for the job where I have a target on my back. Um, you're going to get a police system that's not going to look the same anymore, and now you're going to get this debate going on, and I personally think the the it's going to be really messy going forward with how the right views cops. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot there's a broad there's a there's broad issues to that too. It's like if you if you're a cop in a if you're a cop in a city, you're you're stuck in between a rock and a hard place, and it's it's not that. It's not so much that they're they're going they're 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 backing one thing and not backing the other. It's what do you what do you what do you do when you're basically being handcuffed by the mayor? Like look at look at New York, right? New the NYPD are some of the best cops in the world, right? You have they're great. They have some great cops on that force, right? What happens? You got a mayor that's handcuffing you at every turn. You have you have a attorney that you have an attorney general that does not apply the law equally that does not prosecute equally you have um and you have politicians over there that are looking to cut your budget right and are looking for every chance that they can to give you your budget you are literal you are in a hard place right now and there's and and you can't and you can't buck the system because it's like if you buck it that means your your career is done like they will find a way to get your they will find a way to fuck your career so it it's a it's a big discussion that has to be had but it has to be had on a macro level yeah well, you can't I, just I the problem isn't with the cops themselves it's the people mm. of them who give them orders yeah it's like yeah, well, again says it's not fuck the police it's fuck the police's boss mm-hmm. well phil and and you brought up and you brought up actually in the twitch chat that I was in with uh, Jeff Hamill the other mm-hmm. day. You you made a point, and I I was gonna make this point, but I didn't have time. It, it's the it's the police unions, and I that that are the problem. And I was actually talking with an I was actually talking with an RL friend last night on the phone about this, about how the one of the big problems, and as Sean and I know that. I know that this is going to make you cringe, but I will say when it comes to the prison system, the 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 libertarians, as much as we might like to make fun of them and call them, you know, LOL libertarians or whatever, as as Rightfully much as we like, 
as much as we like to make fun of libertarians, they are right about the prison system and yeah. how. Wait, well, whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, Unpack what, what, that. What private prisons lock about. people up for a profit. Well, what pit? What what prison system are we talking about? Yeah. Are you talking well, about the federal, the state, and federal prison systems? Or are you talking about the for-profit prisons? Well, yeah, the for the for-profit prisons, which, uh, as far as I know, like all the libertarians are are against that because of how much. No, they... no, that they're for fucking for profit. No, they love of, everything private. If they're against, that's hilarious. A lot of my libertarian friends are actually for it. Yeah, they're absolutely. Well, look at libertarian principles you know why have well well okay well then well then i must i must know some you know more based libertarians <laughs> then like but see like all the, all of the libertarians i know are actually against like the idea of prison in, in general unless it's like for rapists you know or murderers but um I'm mean, a weird bunch. Like, I'll be honest. I mean, that's why I laughed at because I could see one of them actually saying that. that like, yeah, no private prisons, even though they I, want to privatize every freaking thing under the sun. It's like either I, it doesn't exist or it's private. That's their ideology. well, no, they, they they just they just don't want prisons in general. And to be honest, their 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 solution actually is kind of similar to Gavin's uh, approach, which I kind of like, which is. To just arm everyone and let's make it the let's let's make it the wild west again. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how that works. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. If you want to yeah. experience that. But, but I mean, the the problem is, I I I I'm not, I don't know how you fix it because, we we are now, at, at one one of the bright like one of the silver linings, of twenty twenty. Is I think we're real that we're realizing the majority of the country is realizing, if they haven't already, is that we we are corrupt. Like this country is corrupt. Mm. Like the the from the politicians to the judges to the ADGs to the you know ev like like politics and in general. And 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 for the longest time, uh, the majority of the people really saw america is this great this great nation because we were a nation of laws we had we we have checks and balance we have universal we're supposed to have universal checks and balances like no somebody's responsible for somebody right right somebody answers to somebody in our government but we're starting to see now that that's no longer the case like it, it it's it's funny that you bring that up too because though uh phil because someone brought that up to me and they're like and it's and it's all trump's fault it, it, it happened under him it's like it's like no this wasn't trump's fault it's always been this no. way trump he just pulled the veil he yeah. pulled the veil like, yeah that's trump, what he did but trump's problem was always happening you make up a great point sam it, it, you you the the he pulled over the veil but this problem has been happening for years, fucking decades. Oh, it's yeah. it's but, been hap it's been happening for centuries. I mean, I I I don't want to tie into I don't want to tie in video games too much. But if you guys have played the Red Dead yes. Redemption series, like one of the one of the one of the arcs is actually about how like the outlaws and the cowboy lifestyle, like those guys were actually the good guys, and then like. You know, as America started to become more industrial and more, you know, corporatized. On a, on a side note, on a side note, uh, 
I, I, years ago, I asked my friend, uh, I asked my friend, the, the one last that I was talking about last week, I was like, what, what do you, what do you, what do you think of Redhead Redemption? And, and his response, and his response was the video game or the porno. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I actually haven't, I haven't played the games. I know Alex has. I really want to play them because they look awesome. But did you, did you play that? The, the first one, Alex? Yes, I, I, play, I beat both of them. Okay, cool. You know, the, like, the, oh, what were you the saying? The first one is, the first one is great, though. And it, it, it deals with the whole, you know, so like technically this corruption goes back centuries to at least the 1800s. It goes back before then. It goes back. Yeah. It goes back time. since the dawn of man. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, if we really want to go back that far, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Empire, man. Just a bunch of corruption. Like no matter what you're yeah. like, I saw a meme of this. I don't know if you sent this to me or what. But it was like you have your political compass and then you have your fucking like an arrow in there and it says corruption. It's like. You know, no matter what side of the political compass you're on, it fucks up all of them. Yeah. It destroys your utopia, and that's yeah. what gets us. Yeah, I think and the I think, thing too I, is that I think what you're seeing also with combined with the the this is the the reaction, good or bad, to I think a lot of this is that, and we saw this over the summer. But pe- I don't know if you you guys seen this too, but people are getting more extreme, like quickly. Not yeah. like gradual, like we normally see, but like quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. just look at this election. Normally, it's like, oh, an election happens, and while it's happening, people are at their they're hyperpartisan, they're at each other's throats. The election's over, and we all simmer down, calm down, go back to our little camps, and regroup for the next battle. No, 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 no. This time, it's like, okay, battle's happening. We're kind of starting to get extreme. And then election happens, and it's like, no, we're going to go real extreme real quick. And, like, you have one side going way more to the right, and your side going way more to the left. I mean, They're not even going that much more to the right, though. Like, if you go and look at from, like, the 1950s to now, the right has not gone further right. It's always gone more left. Yeah, I mean, technically, but what I'm saying is that in, in terms of where it was in let's say 2016 it's, or even 2019 the right is full of shit though like the, the, to me it's like and that's this is another good thing about this is really another good thing the, the silver lining of, of like the, the more we find out like the more we, we found out like how much how much shit have we found out since trump's been in office that we really like didn't know even existed like we're like holy fuck they, we, like with the whole campaign like when they spied they at the, the the obama the obama administration actively spied on a presidential campaign like this is this is crazy shit like look i went um here here, here here's an example like okay in in what 2010 i think it was one of my um i called one of my friends crazy because he he said he was saying something in 2010, mind you, he was saying something along the lines of, oh, the government's using computers and cell phones to track everybody and record everything and whatever. And I was like, dude, you're fucking crazy. You're, you're one of those tinfoil hat motherfuckers. Three years, three years later, some dude named Edward Snowden fucking went booked the country because he was telling everybody the same shit and had proof of it. Like, I'm like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Real quick, uh, DC, we had uh, Radio Freedom's been the chat. 
Yeah, well, let's see. Let's see what we got. We gotta give him some love. He's always been. He's always been on here, and I always appreciate him. Uh, let me answer him back here right now. Private prisons are government funded, not really private. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Too. Yeah, like yeah, it's. Well, I mean, look, look, you, you've got a lot of. You've got a lot of these big corporations too that are like basically government. They're kind of government funded and protected and like it's it's not a real like we're not living this is what I'm saying. We're not living in a real capitalist society. Like it's a it's very much uh, when I say corporate socialism, I'm telling like look, they're if you're if you're rich or you're a big corporation, the government's gonna protect every every fucking thing you do, like every 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 piece of your life. And I just, I don't, I mean, that, that that's, that's just who we are. That's just who we are. Yeah, no, it's incredibly corrupt. That's, that's the truth of it. No matter what happens, corruption seeps into there. Like, and then that's the other thing too, I've been seeing a lot recently is like all these teachers and stuff. And like, they're complaining that they're not getting enough money. But if you go and look at the United States, we have some of the most per pupil spending in the fucking world. Mm -hmm. Yeah teachers like they're the the thing is it's not the teachers who are getting the money it's these school districts and they're spending it on like people who aren't even teachers oh like, yeah what's going on over here between the school administrators and the head of the teachers unions and all this shit like they're the, these people are getting got the a large chunk of this fucking money and like everybody everybody else is just getting fucked over in the process and well, and and not i mean and yes, look, look, our look, our teachers are not great. I mean, they're not. As a whole, the teachers are not not exactly great. But um I mean, could we do more? Yeah. Well, they're already getting yeah. more money than everyone else. The fucking yeah. There's no but, but, but there's no there the, the the people like when you have the head that when you when you have the heads that are that are not only taking that much but they're like turning a blind eye to all sorts of fucked up shit You're, nothing's gonna fake like this is the system you have this is the system that you have and it's never going to be fixed until you fix that part of the system yeah it's, it's just that corruption in there like yeah you know, teachers they always complain and and like you know it, it's an interesting job like but with the teachers too you know you can realize this they have probably one of the best work-life balances out there you know like shit they work you know they have their monday through friday they're not usually called in on weekends they're not working third shift they're not usually working second shift you know they get all sort they get all sorts of like don like like subsidies and stuff you know like if you go to hotels there's usually yeah. discounts like it's not the most well-paying job but they, it has probably the best work-life balance especially compared to the corporations but yeah, they with the amount of money they're funding, they should be really fucking set. Yeah. you know, it's these stupid fucking pensions. I don't, I, I don't even want. I, I don't even like hearing, like everybody's like, oh, we should have co we should have college reform and all that shit. I'm like, look, I'm not. I don't even want to hear all that until you fix the high, the junior high and high school systems that are just, just that are just sh utter shit. Well, right. No, I think colleges, that's a separate issue. And I think well, that is, it is, but I'm saying handle that. But because 
because I don't know how many kids are are in the, in our systems that really go to our colleges that are completely unprepared for college. Like for college, you know, there are some things that colleges should fucking fix, though. Like yeah, no, I, and I'm not and I'm not arguing that. That is not my argument. No, I not- completely agree with you on. I completely agree with you on that too. However. I don't want to hear about that until you give me a plan where you fix the fucking, you fix the high schools and the junior highs. Because, because I mean, these, if these kids are like, you're talking about doing all of this shit for the colleges or whatever, but these high school kids are fucked. The junior high school kids are fucked. Like how yeah. do do something about that before talking about colleges. And I'm not saying, and again, I'm not saying, that you're not right you are absolutely right alex i'm just saying you know we, we're, we're like we're just fucked we're just fucked well, no i no that see that, that's a little bit too uh i think it's a little pessimistic now i think there's two separate issues with colleges and um you know the high schools i think for colleges the biggest problem is that the government is guaranteeing loans and the students can't declare bankruptcy to get rid of those loans like let's say you know you buy a fucking car or you buy a house and you fucking can't pay for it you can declare you can declare bankruptcy and it goes away you can't do that with a college education Mm-mm. nope i think well, that's a big fucking deal like number well, one you should be able to go and declare bankruptcy on you know your college education i think that's you know yeah. bankruptcy sucks yeah but you should be able to fucking do it you can do it for yeah. any your debt like for the most part, and like unless there's a court ordered fine, but you can't do it with college. Number yeah. two, I think that this you know we need to go and stop guaranteeing loans to colleges, you mm-hmm. know, college degrees, because I think that's where ever since that happened, you can look this up. I think it was under Lyndon Johnson, they started doing that program where they where the government guarantees loans to colleges. I think that was the biggest fucking mistake out there because now. Why would a college decrease costs if, you know, people can just get loans for it anyways? And that's why you start to see college prices increase dramatically. And, you know, then they started making these degrees that are fucking bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. you can't get a job after yeah. If they could declare bankruptcy, it would prevent a lot of these issues. And if they'd stop guaranteeing loans, it would stop, uh, like, having colleges increase their prices because then they'd have to compete on costs. Question question for you guys. Uh, I think I might have mentioned this last week, but which big name conservative is funded by the college loan? Uh, Benji. Who? Little Benji. Sean. Sean got it. He's also funded by Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Hollywood created Ben Shapiro. Fun fact. There's a whole article about it I was starting well, to read. I'm. I'm not as annoyed by that though as I am that he is funded by the college, by the well, he fucking was, college. Well, he was people. born into he was born into Hollywood. Yep. Like his fucking his uh, his cousin is fucking Matilda. You, his cousin's Matilda. So I mean, you, you know, you can't even you can't even fucking get a student discount for the fucking uh, you know Dale Y premium membership, and yet you know one of your one of your uh you know main backers is in the student loan business i mean jesus you know i just think that like people are going at that whole thing the wrong way that issue you know 
I, I just think that college, the loan issue has been, like the college issue in general, it's just been people aren't understanding, like they're not getting to the root of the problem. It's like with immigration. You know, people are like, oh, we need to legalize immigrants. Well, you're not fixing the root of the problem. You're just going to have to, if they get, if they just grant loan forgiveness now, what's to stop college, like what's to stop this from coming back in the next 10 years? You need to go and at least destroy the problem first. Stop the bleeding before you put the fucking... You know, before you replace the arm, like before you do, and that and that's politics. That's American politics. Like you, that's a good point, Alex. You, you, that 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 right there defines basically American politics as a whole, right? You have you take any issue, take any issue you want: immigration, gun control, um, student, the student loan crisis, the you know all. Um, any any issue you want you have two sides you have two sides of the establishment that are like that have different answers to different things and none of them really tackle the legitimate problem and so that this this is the system we have and mo and and and, and this is another thing that a lot of people are getting sick of too right because because a, a lot of people like like a lot of people think you know, well, why can't we just have, you know, why can't we just tackle the problem? Why, why can't we just f figure out a solution that tackles the problem versus, you know, doing one side, one political, politically expedient thing that doesn't, that might uh, satisfy a political side, but it doesn't really fix the problem. Um, I, I don't know that, that, but that was a good, that was, that was a good, uh, that was a good analogy there, Alex. That was a good thing. Um, yeah, that was a good point you made Alex. You know, it's funny too. Like I was, cause I was going down, uh, I, I don't, I haven't looked, I, I was trying to look deeper into Ben Shapiro. So I was going down a Ben Shapiro rabbit hole, whatever that looks like. And I was, I got okay, to, okay. Okay. Sean, let me stop you there. Okay. It, it's, <laughs> It's not. It's not a rabbit hole. Okay. It's a. It's Actually, a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a yarmulke, bro. It's. It's a yarmulke. <laughs> We're all supposed to wear them. Why the fuck aren't you wearing a yarmulke? I know you're not Jewish, but you should wear a fucking yarmulke. Okay. I would love mm. to see Ben Shapiro dropping f bombs over the yarmulke. <laughs> That's like the one thing he'd probably like curse over. Um, you know, it's it. It's funny because I go down this rabbit hole and I, I came back to something that I'd seen that he'd done before was when he did that Stanford speech during the Groyper Wars and he changed his speech last minute to address all that. One of the things he brought up that I, I, I don't know how I missed this, but it's one of the funniest things to make it into a Ben Shapiro speech. He goes... Nick Fuentes is a awful person, blah, 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 blah. And then he gets to the part where he goes, when N Nick Fuentes was playing Grand Theft Auto, he um, ran, uh, he uh, shot a Jewish guy, an Orthodox Jew, and said that he was shooting Ben Shapiro. <laughs> like, don't, that's a fucking win for... It's uh, funny. No, it's a win for Nick Fuentes. It's a win. It's a gamer <laughs> moment. Think about that. Yeah. It's fucking advertising. I know it's a gamer moment advertised by Ben Shapiro. Like, 
holy crap and it's so, so funny the way he phrase he phrases it like such a boomer he's like he's like he he's so awful he he made death threats against me in grand theft auto 5 by shooting me it was like something like that i'll, I'll post it so you guys can watch it but it's hilarious like of okay. what actually happened and how ben interprets it i i actually have to ask that though too because when i when i heard when i heard uh when i had ben say that i was kind of now i was like I was fucking skeptical, not just because Ben said it, but also I'm like, okay, granted, I haven't played G, I haven't played like the new GTAs in like a, quite a few years, but I'm pretty sure there aren't uh like actual Orthodox Jew NPCs. There is in... one. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> real quick, real quick. Here, wait, I, re wait really? Yeah, play the video I posted in general. I was gonna, I was gonna say something about. Well, yeah, you can chime in. Off fine. Topic. Completely off topic. So here, um, so earlier today, obviously January sixth is like the big day where they count, they they do all the count, counting the electoral votes and stuff. Uh, um i actually got so, a super chat about that you got they, you got your objections right you got your objections and that that's that's kind of start it's starting to hit the news news waves and a little bit too um one tweet uh really kind of grinded my gears here uh from from one of the politicians and this one was from a senator lisa murkowski of alaska mm -hmm. and here let, let me let me read this because because I, I i i feel like i need to like really because i think i'm I, I think i'm gonna get ready to trash this fucking tweet here um like i said we're going nuclear fuck it um so in 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 the in the message right in the message, she said, I swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, and that is and that is what I will do on January 6th, just as I strive every day to serve the people of Alaska. Yeah, you do a real fuck-up job. Anyway, um, I will vote to affirm the 2020 presidential election. Yeah, just as I thought. Uh, the court... The courts and the state legislatures have all honored their duty to hear the legal allegations and have found nothing to warrant an overturning of the results. I urge my colleagues from both parties to recognize this and to join me in maintaining confidence in the electoral college and our elections so that we ensure so that we ensure we have the con continued trust of the American people kiss my ass lisa murkowski okay okay let's vote for me first off this this is a woman her, her career is over right i don't i don't think she's gonna she's not getting if she don't get reelected. don't do not apply for re-election you're probably not gonna win uh there's there's gonna be there's gonna be people on both sides looking to take you out and either side will easily beat you anyway um okay so let's see uh the courts and the state legislatures have all honored their duty how 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 
They, they, they've all they've done is turned a blind eye. All they've done is called a called the the evidence unsubstantiated, even though it's not. You, you, you're, um, okay. Uh, that 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 I've found nothing and have found nothing to a warrant overturning the election. Just because you refuse to hear it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? How how much how much we've been talking about it over the last couple of months? How much crooked shit has been going on in this fucking election? And it's not because and it's not because the the they can't they're it's not because there's no evidence. It's because nobody's doing a goddamn thing about the fucking evidence. It's a lack of execution. That yeah. is the problem. Well, that did you is see the, the fucking recent problem. thing that they found in Georgia where votes were uh, they because. One thing I did like is like now, especially more recently, like you've been having the nerds kind of like speak up more. And what I mean by that is the people that understand the computers and the voting machines have been speaking on. There was one guy that showed that at a certain time at night, Trump was um, at a certain like vote level higher than Biden. And then all of a sudden, Trump like uh, loses a certain number of votes. And then Biden got the exact number of votes that he lost. Like just, just like that. It just happened. Yep. And they were trying, they were breaking like a bunch down with the thing. I, it was almost hard to fall. I was getting kind of confused about work, but they're breaking down just how like this makes zero sense. It's totally impossible. Where did this come from? Mm-hmm. So if yeah. anybody hasn't seen that, look that, because that's one example to me that's like, it's not like hearsay. It's not like somebody that misinterprets something they saw, which happens a lot. If the, if the judges, if the state legislators, if the national legislators really did their job, they would find more than enough evidence to overturn this fucking election, right? They would find more than enough. The problem is nobody's doing a god. Nobody's doing a fucking thing. Like, like it's it's because well, honestly, I I almost feel like it's it's laziness like they don't they don't want to do the fucking work that really needs to be done to fix this shit um it's partially so, and, that anyway. partially that they want trump out that too well, that, that that that's another element of it too well, well that is sean and then there's another element which this i honestly don't understand but there are there are people out there who i kid you not they believe that because Biden won the election, that COVID is going to be like magically over yeah. on January. And look, you know, even if Trump had won, like, and there were there were Trump people who were saying that too, and it's like that's fucking retarded as well because this virus is not uh, this virus is apolitical. And, you know, it's not going to go away over, it's not going to go away on a magic date. We could be dealing with <laughs> bullshit. We could be dealing. That, I'm sorry. I had a little catching code uh, there. I'm sorry about that. Well, anyway, go, go, go on, Sam. I'm sorry. We, th- this, this virus isn't going to be uh, ending on an arbitrary date. Um, I mean, we could be dealing with <laughs> bullshit. Fuck, man, Sam. God damn it! I'm. I, I didn't mean to do that, but you know, it's just like. Okay. Well, obviously, uh, what I what I'm saying is, uh, you know, 
is making you cough. So what what do you have what do you have to say? No, I don't know. I think this is, I think this whole thing is fucking political. I do. I just, I, I now, no, well, yeah, I, I get, I get you. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying in an honest general sense, right? You're right. Like the sickness is not political. The sickness yeah. is not, but oh yeah, political. I mean, honestly, it's political. Obvious. Well, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying is the actual fucking virus. Okay, yeah. So let me clarify. Mm. Obvious, obviously, the thing has been politicized. But also, what I'm saying is, there are people out there who literally think that the actual fucking virus yeah. itself is political, and that and that's where it gets to be BS. It's like, look, there are gonna be people who are gonna manipulate the shit out of this mm-hmm. on both sides, no matter mm-hmm. what. But in the meantime, we have to deal with, you know, the actual virus and who the fuck knows when it's going to go away. I might not even be alive. I don't know, I got my fucking thoughts on this virus. (laughs) Drop the red pill, Alex. Well, since since we're going down this rabbit hole, let's hear it. Dude, I I think it's been way the fuck overblown, and I don't think, like, because I'm a fucking, technically I'm a fucking COVID-19 survivor, I didn't even know I had it. It's such a fucking scam. My great-grandfather, 98 years old, had the fucking virus and recovered without any major difficulties. Like, I think that I think that was the point we were trying to make, Alex. He <laughs> articulated that was better. The point we were trying to make. <laughs> I was trying to do it in a in a more sarcastic sense, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are trying down society over something that you know it's it's annoying, but like, let's be real over here. It's no. not like the fucking Spanish flu. Look, there. Here, here's 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 my 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 opinion. Uh, I think that. I think that the the the, the, num- the COVID numbers here in America are completely bullshit, completely bullshit, both in deaths and in both in deaths and cases, right? Um, I think that the hospitals are complete. The hospitals in every medical center is completely bullshitting their numbers for federal aid, for federal and state aid. Oh yeah, um, totally. Well, yeah, I they they need that, money so that they can have time yeah. to do their that's TikTok the quickest videos. way to get money. That is the bar none. That is the quickest way to get money. And yeah, well, they, right hey, the, those TikTok videos those nurses make take time and money. There's production that's involved. That's true. Uh, and 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 at least on the bright side, look, hey, hey, look, they're struggling with COVID, but on the bright side, the flu, the flu and pneumonia are pretty much gone, right? So they did they did do a great job of that. Right, we should give them credit for that. Dude, I think uh, Larry wait. in chat said my great grandfather died from the Spanish flu of 1918. <laughs> I think that they're just way overblowing the amount of fucking like spread when you're not. It's not asymptomatic spread. I think that was like that may have happened in a, in a handful of cases, but it gets applied to everything. Same thing. I'm for starting the- to think. So you, you bring up a good point, Alec. I don't think it. I don't think it's overblowing. I think it's flat out fucking manipulation. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I, I overblowing would be would overblowing feels like there's like a presumption of innocence here. I think there's. I think it's active manipulation. Like these numbers are being actively manipulated to to score some. And 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 as far as states go, uh all the crazy shit is happening in blue run states 
I feel like I feel like they're sandbag they're sandbagging their own state for political purposes. Like I, I that that's that's another thing I feel like that's going on right now. Um because they're trying to get they're 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 trying to play on the emotional heartstrings of the public to try to maybe try to get maybe try to get Trump to concede or maybe try like like you know so there's there's political shit in play right because there's it's it's down a political line they're the, all the fucked up shit that's going on California Pennsylvania New York all the stuff it's all happening in these blue states all these red states are doing fine right South Dakota Florida all, all these the, a lot of these red states are doing great right um so yeah, there's a lot of manipulation. There's you know why of... they need to do this? They want a gun house so everyone gets the fucking COVID nineteen app on their phone so that they can get used to the garment tracking them. Well, that's yeah, that's another element that's like you have you have a you have a government that wants to you have a government that wants to abuse their power to to use their power to inflict it on everybody else uh, because they can't do their job the right way like it's easier it's easier to try to it's easier to lock down and control people than it is to actually govern right well, governing just, takes a lot of work you're mentioning earlier about the corporatocracy over here like that's definitely in play too because guess absolutely what? fucking walmart and amazon are doing very well because of this virus and but, the small you know, businesses are being wiped out aka their competition yeah, because you know, fucking Walmart's always going to be open. But your mom and pop, like pizza shop, your like small hardware store that might only be like a room, like maybe nine, like a hundred feet large. You know, that's not good. Because they can't social distance there. They well, what, it's the Amazon. Death. I'm okay with Amazon. I'm kind of okay. I'm uh, kind of okay with using the fuck out of this. They are well. Look, I'm I'm saying kind of okay. That I, I realize that that's a stretch, but um. Look, like I, I realize because at least their business model, they're kind of like it, it, it's kind of tailoring to the small business too. Like a lot of the small, there's a lot of fucking small businesses that run on Amazon. Oh, yeah. But Walmart, Walmart is fucking cruel. Holy fuck! You know how else is. they're cruel? I, I fuck a Walmart. Because you can literally order anything. Go on. Sorry, you're going in now, big time. Even when I wasn't talking. Now, what I was saying is Amazon's one who's like really raking hand over fist because you got these people that were scared by the media to not go out for any purpose. Mm -hmm. I guess where they can still get their shit from Amazon. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny you mentioned Walmart because I got and I'm glad it ended this way because now I'm not giving them any more money. But I you know, my my problem I've been having where I've been ordering these two albums and they keep coming damaged. I got the third shipment of these albums from Walmart, and guess how they came? Damaged again. And so I'm sending them back. I'm not even ordering for Walmart works. Fuck them. But it's like, these companies suck too, like half the time. It's like, yeah, they have everything you want, but like, they fucking like, they, first of all, their prices aren't that great. They screw you over. They don't help you out. They don't really, I mean, it's, it's just frustrating dealing with some of these companies but when you look at the numbers I, though because i'm kind of of the opinion of you alex i i know initially i was like we need to you know do every safety precaution we can we don't know how deadly this virus is i mean it sounds like it's pretty bad so initially we were all scared and it was pretty scary looking but now that we've learned a thing or two um 
And now that we've done whatever we have done over this past year, currently the fatality rate of our entire country, and I can break it down per 100,000 next, but just the entire country, the fatality rate is one. I, I thought it was like 2.5%, 3%. That's what I thought it was. It's 1.7%. 1.7%. Let's say generously it's 2%. Do you realize how small that is of this country? 2%. You line up 100 people, two of them are going to die let's, from it. Let's break it down. Yeah, you know, break it down even more. Dying, how many of them are terminally ill? Exactly. Elderly. Yep. Because that's what the thing is, like the nursing homes, like they're the one, that's the place that that shit's getting spread the most. Like if there's anyone who should be taking this shit seriously, it should be like the Old people nurses yeah well here's the other thing too is like you compare this with other countries and and this thing i'm looking at Johns hopkins does break it down per 100,000, so it's fair but just think of it this way compared to switzerland on austria and portugal which are small countries way smaller they have the same fatality rate as we do we're a massive country with a massive population. I mean, I'm scrolling on this thing. The worst is still like Italy and China, obviously, is by far the worst. Yemen at 30%. They're, they're having a rough time over there. But well, China's probably lying, too. Of course they're lying. Oh, like They're lying they're big lying. time. But my point is that you look at the numbers. Take out whatever the media says, whatever the, the experts say. And even these numbers, which we know aren't accurate. We know they're not accurate. But let's, for the sake of it, say that it's a rough estimate. It's still not a big deal. It still really isn't. And then people are going to say, well, it's because of the measures we've taken, the mitigation techniques. And that has truth to it, yes. But that doesn't mean still we need to shut everything down. Because we've learned that even when you don't do that, it's still about the same rates the way they're going up. Like it really doesn't change it that much. What changes things is staying away from people and maybe wearing like an N95 mask, but like when you're wearing those cloth masks or surgical masks, like I, I, well, I personally feel it's not doing anything. I think the surgical masks are all right, but like anything below a surgical mask, you're just blowing smoke up your own ass well and the joke is like i keep getting the people to say well look the rates go down because we're wearing masks what are most people wearing they're not wearing the good masks they're wearing cloth masks which aren't that great i personally don't think they do anything because most people don't wash them you know for stars and you see people touching them i'm like these things aren't really doing anything unless you're wearing an n95 or a surgical you're really not doing a lot and if you're being careful of how you touch too and the other thing, too, is I remember in my, like, this is, I've had a weird past couple of days in this neighborhood because uh, my neighbor died unexpectedly. We saw a bunch of cop cars out one on, um, I think it was like a day or two after Christmas, and, like, turned out she died. She did not die from COVID. But a few weeks before, or a few days before that, so, right when I came back from Penn State, somebody in my neighborhood did die from COVID. And, you know, my parents are freaking out. People are freaking out, like, oh, look, look, look. You said COVID's uh, not that big of a deal. And look, a person died. I'm like, yeah, that's going to happen. I'm not saying it's fake. Look at how many people are in this neighborhood. There's like hundreds of, there's like a hundred homes that must be in this neighborhood. Times that by four to say it's a family of four. You got 400-ish people, probably more in this neighborhood alone. And mixing the holiday travel and all the other shit. And only one person in the past year 
one person who's elderly and overweight died of COVID in this neighborhood. One. Another person has it currently, may or may not make it, but guess what? They're old, 57 years old. Two people out of 400? I'm no math expert, but that's a small number. It's just, you're right. It is such a sham. It is such a, I don't want to say the H word hoax, but the virus itself is very real and very deadly for older people. You know, but even them, most old people are fine coming out of it. Like, it's, you're definitely the most at risk group. And I understand, let's keep our old people safe. I get it. But everybody else can go at their own risk. And be careful around old people. Lock them up. Lock them up. Keep them safe. Well, here's the thing, too. Like, are they even giving people... Like, in PA, I think they that they're shooting themselves in the foot on purpose. Because when my girlfriend got the virus, there was no contact tracing done whatsoever. And None. Do you, have to rep- do you have to report to anybody, like, on your own world? Does the hospital do that? Like, what was the procedure? Walgreens, and they oh yeah you should like you know quarantine or whatever and get a follow-up they didn't even like make her do a follow-up she had to go and schedule that on her own like a few weeks later Hmm. you know this thing fucking joke and they're not doing contact tracing in pa at least not meaningfully like she like you know if you if they really gave a shit they call you up as soon as you're back you know as soon as they hear about this hey we need to go and see who you talked to for the past two weeks just to go and see, like, these people might need to go and take a test. No, and then even in PA, too, like, have you even tried to get a test? It's such a pain in the ass. I did try at one point when I was, when I had a little COVID scare. I had to, like, wait a day, pretty much. Yeah, like, you can't even fucking get a test if you want the test. Like, you have to, like, and especially, like, heaven forbid you don't have a car. Most of these Me. places, like Walgreens and Rite you have to have a car to even get this test. You know, it, like, I think there might be, like, one place that doesn't require that, but good luck getting, like, I think it was, like, an urgent care or whatever, but good luck even getting to there and, like, getting it on time because they don't let you, like, schedule it out. Most of the time, too, you have to wait, like, two or three days to get a fucking pass. Yeah. It, I mean, to it, me, that's not that bad of a thing because, number one, I think the tests are, they, they honestly, they're, I don't want to say they're pointless, but they don't prove a lot. And it's because they're very 50-50. It depends which one you get. If you get the good test, they're more they're like 90-some percent accurate. But if you do that instant test, it's 50-50. Yeah. But, but what are like, most people getting? Well, to get any of them, like, you still have to wait fucking three days. Like, good luck. Or you have to drive, like, a half an hour away. Like, 30 miles or whatever. You know, it, it it's insane and you know then fucking wolf's like oh well people aren't getting tests they're not being safe well it's fucking wolf's fault he's yeah. the one who is causing that like, oh well look it's these people dining out it's no it's fucking not it's not dining out yeah then that's he'd be like oh well see you people uh you know you uh local business owners well just blame trump blame congress you know don't blame me because listen the virus doesn't shut businesses down that's the government mm-hmm does it and you know if you're gonna go and shut a business down you know that's one thing but you need to go if you're gonna do that as soon as you shut them down you need to give them the same money that they had beforehand yeah well you know who's been really awesome about this is dave portnoy he started a fundraiser for small businesses because he's been doing these 
very persuade not just passion but persuasive rants on twitter that have actually kind of resonated with me about shutting things down and whatnot he's obviously very against shutting down these small businesses because they're dying and he put his money where his mouth is and he started a fundraiser and they've raised millions of dollars for businesses i mean good on him i mean we need more of that and when the government can't do it a freaking barstool sports will do it and it's great i love it and what really hit me too was and i i know it hit you too alex because the way you described it like when you go back up to state college penn state when you go to any college town frankly it's it's tragic your favorite restaurants are closed or for sale like babies is still for sale your favorite businesses are all shut down who knows if they'll come back the campus is dead the apartments are empty there's nobody on the streets i will never forget that eerie just empty feeling of being there it's it's something that really hits you and shows you just how devastating this all is and i kind of like made me more vigilantly anti-lockdown after that even though i already was before it just it's like it's i cannot put in the words just how much it really hits you seeing how devastating it has been to businesses. Well, see, and I just watched that movie at what was it, Dallas Buyers Club yesterday. Oh, yeah. oh you saw it. Oh, yeah. and you know that's making me think of some of this shit they're doing with this. They're it, doesn't it though? <laughs> yeah, Dude, doesn't it though? Oh my god, like, this is what I'm saying. Based. We got all these fucking situations going on with that yeah. Buyers Club with this shit. You finally, you finally get what I was talking about about the AZT shit now, right? Yeah, 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 no. yeah. <laughs> like, what's gonna happen with this? Because they're pushing it so hard. Yes, they're yes. like, you get a certificate. It's and they such get... parallels. It is such parallels. Like the because they were they were they were pushing that they and they really were too. Like back in back in like the the or I think it was like the late eighties, early nineties. They were pushing. They were pushing this AZT that was fucking killing people quicker. Right. And it was actually like, and they were like, oh, this is, which, which, I mean, if you want to go down into the conspiracy theory rabbit hole, they were trying to kill, they were trying to kill blacks and gays quicker because the, the, like by using AZT, but, but yeah, there's a lot, it, it, there's definitely like this weird eerie feel where there's, there, it feels like there's parallels between like the AZT part of that and then like the COVID vaccine now, cause we're starting to see like, Oh, maybe, maybe there's some side effects that are going on with, with some of these vaccines or whatever. So. Well, listen, and I'm not generally an anti-vax person. Like, you know, I feel like for a lot of things it makes sense, but the way that this is getting pushed out and it's like, you know, Hey, your employer can fire your ass if you don't get the vaccine. Like that's what really scares me. Yeah. Well, what scares me too is the limitations they're gonna put on. And I un look if it's coming from an honest place, I understand it to a degree. But when you see things like you can't fly if you don't take this vaccine, you can't come into the store without the vaccine. You can go to concerts. Yeah, exactly. I I would I think the fairest compromise is simply if you want to come here, if you're vaccinated, great, you can come right in. Nothing. You don't have to do anything else. If you are not vaccinated, we would ask you please to wear a mask and keep a distance. I don't know. But like, 
at least give people that sort of choice so that if you want to you know appear like you're a safe business law jazz you can but this idea of like you have to take this vaccine or else you can't do x y and z which you could normally do before is really scary for me because personally i actually i'm gonna try as hard as i can and not get the vaccine yeah, <laughs> same I think here you had the virus you shouldn't have to get the fucking vaccine either because what's the point well the point well, is so that you don't get it you know you already had the virus yeah well well if you've already had it yeah i've never had it i think well if, well if supposedly if you have it you can get it you can get it again but you know my whole one of my whole issues and sean i know you'll appreciate this as a fellow kind of techie slash you know gamer uh, <laughs> well iphone user but now that now they want us to uh there are lots of proposals for people wanting for them wanting us to download covid tracking apps on our yeah, phones and, and having that it's like it's like hell no nah, i'm not I'm not downloading a I'm not downloading a COVID tracking app, but what if but what if they what if they mandate it? Well, then I'm not leaving my house ever ever again. Or just leave your phone at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, well, you don't. At least now, I I think with Apple, you don't have to do any of that. I think it's yeah, no, optional. Yeah, no, thank thank God thank God for that. You but, don't think like, you don't think Apple's gonna come up with some shit to fucking hot wire that shit you're out of your mind oh, 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 they, well, i would think if they were gonna do that they would have already will done at it. some point no this is what this is this is why you fucking uh you're gonna you're gonna have to start like not using your fucking phone as much well if they were to do that though i think they would have done it anyway and i mean if you're that you paranoid sure have... then don't have a phone at that point you know because i mean your computer's tracking i mean every you, you can't buy a tv now i mean they they have android tv with the uh mics in them the uh well, i forget what android google assistant it's always listening to you because you can turn your tv on with it i mean you can't buy any you probably can't buy a toothbrush that doesn't track you anymore no that shit's scary too like i don't know if you heard but the other week they had this huge fucking breach of uh well, there's like two different breaches there's one of like FireEye, which is one of the premier um like they, they do like anti uh like malware detection and stuff and there's another one solar winds which is like a major server thing that compromised a lot of the u.s government and tons of other corporations you know these internet of things devices they typically aren't that secure yeah like a lot of them have default passwords people don't even know how to set up you know, so you have all these Internet of Things connected devices. Your fucking shitter has a fucking, you know, some of these new ones, they have a fucking computer in them. These, you know, uh, what you call it, the, the refrigerator, a lot of those yeah. new ones, they have a computer in it. Sooner or later, that shit's going to get hacked and you're going to have fucking ransomware popping up on your fucking <laughs> refrigerator and won't let you open it or it'll turn off your fucking, mm -hmm. you know, your until you pay them to, like 0 0.02 bitcoin or look so at all the uh well already we have all these smart home devices which are cool don't i mean i i'm, I'm not gonna ignore that but these things that you can turn your lights off remotely you can open your garage you can unlock your doors even crazy enough or the ring system like all these things 
your home is going to become fully connected in every little silly way to the internet and it's look i will admit it is cool in many ways but you are opening yourselves up to like alex said the insane levels of ransomware where they can literally just say you can't get into your house unless you pay me a million bitcoin Dude, that would be fun to think about. That's like almost fucking comical. Like, you get fucking ransomware on your, like, I mean, it'd be terrible when you get on your fucking garage door opener and it keeps your garage door open. Yeah, we should do this like Bezos or like some lefty, you know? That's how you get back at them. That's how you get funding. That's how you fund the right wing. So so let me, so let me just kind of play devil's advocate here for for the smart home. Okay, I'll I'll kind of do both sides. Devil's mm. advocate for me as a disabled person, like oh. ha- like having I know Fair I point. know I, I'm I'm playing I'm playing this I'm playing this card. Like <laughs> if if they were to like for for me for instance, okay, like blind like blinds and curtains like are pretty fucking tough for me. I'm I'm sorry, but like. You know that so like so like smart blinds and whatnot like those things are cool same with lights and whatnot but like but those can even just be like I, a little remote that's not connected to the internet you know well, it's like a poor people's version of bluetooth like it's not like, bluetooth like, but something like, like, like it like ir or whatever like your regular tv remote. yeah well yeah well i i just want something that i can kind of link to my phone you know for mm. that so i i mean i guess but like then there are some things that I don't understand needing to be, to be linked to the internet. Like honestly, smart toilets. Uh, like why? Like part of my French, but why do I need the fucking shitter to be like? What if you forgot to flush the toilet? You know, you're smart day on there. But then like just about anything that is smart like that can be hacked. Yeah, and probably will be fucking hacked at some point. Like, can you imagine how much of a pain in the ass that would be if, like, you know, you're trying to get the smart toilets? They're gonna steal your DNA from your shit. Well, they won't do that. But like, let's say you give your smart lines, like you're you're asleep one day, yeah. and then you know you get a fucking hacked, and then someone just opens up your blinds in the middle of the fuck. Like, let's say you're going to sleep in the day or whatever. And then they take nude pictures of you nude in your bed and sell them online on OnlyFans. Unless you pay a certain amount of money, or like you know, you have a you have a smart uh, lights, you know, and then they start giving you the Guantanamo Bay treatment after it gets hacked until you pay them fucking money to fix it. No, no, no. what they could yeah. do with Sam, which would be so cruel, is like imagine you have a smart wheelchair and they like hack you and they lock you, like they 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 put the brakes on and they're like, oh, sorry, Sam, can't move unless you pay us a uh, two million Bitcoin. That, go that is way, actually. Puppy. Or like That's, a stairmaster, like you're halfway up the fuck, like you're using that thing to get up the staircase, and then it just stops you until you pay the money. Yeah, like that shit. Like you know, it's, it sounds fucking far off now, but like you know, and they're not gonna ask for a million Bitcoin. They'll probably ask for like twenty dollars. You know that that's how they'll get you because they know you won't pay them a million dollars, but you know, like twenty dollars or ten dollars here and there, it's like they can get that money. I was just told well, to review so, a comment that said, quote, my balls are so big, I did hair transplants from my nut Jew. Your nut Jew? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to comprehend what that fully means. Where, is, where are these comments? On? This is on Sam's stream. He's got all the dirty people. 
What, what, who? It was 12 pack. Oh, yeah. 12, 12, 12 pack is a filthy fucking animal, but I, but we, but we love them. Yeah. So. We have a few people like that, don't we? Yeah. Where, where, where the fuck did Alan Powell go, though? That's what I want to know. Who, who's that? Alan, Alan's, Alan's my mercenary who said that, uh, oh, the Chad who said that Kyle, uh, no, who said that, uh, oh, uh, what, what's his face? Uh, Hunter Avalon was a soy boy. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I forgot to mention to you in that Deus Ex game, Alex, when you need like food or something that will like pop up in some place, like to get it and, or like it'll be in crates and one of them was fucking soy. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, the parallels to that game to now is hilarious. I, mean, uh, I fucking finally well, that game, like, just to let, you know, I mean, I, I told you guys already, but to let the chat know that fucking Cyber, Cyber Spunks 2016. Cyber Smash, Cyber Pussy. I will say this, now is a great time to go on eBay and get, uh, and get all of the issues of uh, Playboy you need because uh, I guarantee you that if the internet goes the way I think it will, ugh, all, all of the people who go to the internet for your porn needs, uh, that that shit isn't going to be happening anytime no, porn, soon. Porn will here's always my, be there. My, don't buy fucking Playboy off of eBay. I don't trust where that's been. <laughs> mm, no. Here's Suck my it. thing, and and this is one of those uh, you buy them sealed doing too. I've started doing. I I've started. I I bought a hard drive, like I bought a real big mega hard drive, external hard drive, and I've and I've store and I've done a whole bunch of stuff like on it, like I've I've downloaded movies and I've put them on there. I downloaded the entire Wikipedia catalog and I put it on there. I put How big was YouTube that? Video, YouTube videos, um, YouTube videos, like a lot of a lot a lot of Khan Academy, a lot of like a a lot of like stuff that I might need to like you know for educational purposes maybe like you know it's so if <laughs> so if if the if yeah i'm i'm really starting to let like sam's talking about if this if shit goes down like i want to make sure that like i'm not fucked over here like i mean there's a good chance i might still be anyway but like look you gotta you gotta play the game of odds man dude how big was that wikipedia catalog that must be terabytes no, if it depends. If no, it's like no. just text, it probably won't no, be. No, it's it's because it's most of it's just text anyway. So. Yeah, but do you know how big Wikipedia is? Like, there's a lot of music, like audio files, you know, a lot of like, video, the... a lot of pictures. Well, if it if you admit that, like the audio and video, like it probably wouldn't be that big. If it's just the text, but even that's a lot text on Wikipedia. Yeah, but like it depends what format it does. If it's like just fucking like unformatted text. Yeah. I can see. How'd you download that? Uh, they 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 let you do it on the online. Like the Wikipedia mm -hmm. actually lets you do it. Oh shit! I'll actually do that. I'm looking at that because yeah, they have over. 
How many articles do they have? They usually tell you at the top. 6.2 million articles in English. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. But, you know, I, I do agree if you like of pulling all the crap you can offline. Because that's one of the things is like, you know, I, I know where I live it kind of happens more in some other places but still happens rarely it's like when your power goes out yeah this is why i don't stream music Wait, how, like you can't access you any of that wikipedia if your power goes out unless you have a generator what was that how are you going to be able to view your computer shit if the power goes out well you well wait what do you mean like, like if it's saved onto a hard drive like unless you're using it off of like Unless you have a generator, you're not going to be able to turn on your computer. Well, no, when I was talking about music, I meant, like, for my phone. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah but, that, but with your computer, though, like, I, I know my dad has a battery backup, so you can just use a battery backup. They sell those, like, yeah. at Micro Center. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. They don't last long, but they exist. It's like those battery packs for your phone, but before those existed you know and that that's another thing i'm gonna get like when i get like a doomsday kit with food and crap is a crap load of those battery packs or like a real big one to last forever mm -hmm. that's another well, thing I mean, you'll forget about is those well see you need to get, make sure you got some guns man before that happens mm -hmm. that is on the list too because you having stuff is one thing protecting it and keeping it is a whole nother thing <laughs> But, you know, I, I do. I totally agree with Phil on that. I mean, I like I bring up music because that's a common thing people forget that, like, when your power goes out, you have no access to any of your music. But I have I'm access to all my music. I'm not going to fuck unless my music of the power goes out unless I have, like, a not not just an external battery. I'm going to want a fucking generator. That <laughs> yes. That's another thing I want to do is, like, when or if I'm rich, it's just, like, Get like not just like a like get solar panels, get everything you can to like self generate a house for twenty four hours. You don't need solar panels. Just get a fucking regular gas generator. Yeah, but those gas. only power like your fridge and a few other things. Uh, it depends. Like I mean, you, you can buy, buy a super expensive one, maybe. If you're fucking rich, yeah, you can like if you can buy just two of them. Well, yeah, but to, I. I've dealt with those. One, they're extremely loud. So you have to keep them like quite a ways outside, and they don't power that much. They really don't. Like well, you're, your you're your washing that. machine, your fridge alone take up a lot. But if you start like if you just want to do other stuff, because your food's gonna be your priority, so you're gonna do the fridge. You might be able to do a couple other things, and that's it. Well, yeah. Well, how much shit do you, are you gonna be doing when it's like you're on survival mode? I mean, if you're on survival mode, you're going to want everything. You're going to want your lights. You're going to want your internet. You're going to want your, uh, you all your really devices, like, for, your computer. Have, if your power is out, you're probably not going to have internet anyways. Not necessarily. I mean, it depends. Yeah, and also, if you want to use cellular, cool. like if you want to start using cellular data on your phone to download stuff and to go on the internet, that eats up a lot of batteries. So either you have a lot of batteries to charge stuff or you power up your house so you can charge stuff. Because they, they do have different strength generators, like, man, what you want to get into. Like, I mean, solar power is never... You need to be careful with a lot of those places, too, because a lot of them are fucking scam companies. Oh, I've, yeah. I've never, or they'll, like, charge you out the ass, like, fucking Tesla. They want, like, 30 grand to, you know, put solar panels around my house. I'm like, fuck that. 
Yeah, well, and I'm not saying just solar. I'm just saying, like, I would do everything, like, for example, solar and other stuff to power things self-sufficiently. Because, yeah, having a gas generator is great, but, like, for example, what happens if you run out of gas? You're not going to run out of sunlight unless it's, like, you know, chi- unless you're China, you know? Obviously, you do during the, the nighttime, but... I'm trying to think of things that are more like you don't need other resources necessarily for. Well, you can buy those. Like if you're rich, you can buy like, and not even rich. Like some people do this for other shit. Like you get a 500 gallon diesel, um, like container and just shove it somewhere, you know, like put underground. Like my grandparents have an oil thing for their heat. Yeah. You know, you, that with diesel yeah i mean there's a lot of things you can do and that's one of the like we're lucky in some ways too like our heat um i believe the heat's what is our i actually forget how our heat is but i know that our cooking is gas so a lot of people that have like electric stoves couldn't cook you know if the power would go out I mean, if you have uh, propane you know you can go fucking hand kill and just use propane that too yeah Grill. We should like make a video like one day when we actually have all this shit as like an an ultimate survival guide, you know, of really how to survive. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a fun idea. Like, you know, you have your fucking generator, you have you know solar. Like, it's never a bad idea to have solar panels, but a lot of those things they won't power as much as you'd think they would. Oh, I know. That's why I said you have to do multiple things. Like, one thing is solar panels to do some things, and one to do other stuff. Like in the solar panels, too, what I would do, and this is kind of what Tesla kind of does, but this is obviously a more doomsday scenario. Is I would take the solar panels, and while I had power. They would be charging up these like massive batteries that when things go to shit, like those batteries would just power everything. Well, that's the thing too, it's like batteries, man. That's that's the fucking weak spot. Yep, they still suck. Like I think I read something where like in some place, I think it was England that was doing this, but like they'll use pumps onto like a dam and they'll pump the water up the dam and then when the solar is done. It'll go down and it'll like power the dam. I think of hydro. Like it'll like they use solar panels to go and operate water pumps to pump the water up the stream, and then when it goes, you know, when the night's happening, it'll use that as a form of battery. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I know there's I forgot the full thing. There's hydro something that's of a type of renewable energy, but I mean. But you need a fucking dam in your fucking house. Yeah. Your hey, that'd make a pretty, you know, attraction in your backyard. You don't have a fountain, you have a freaking dam. That reminds me, dude. I, I was with my parents like a, it was like a few, it was like a month ago. And there's, like, you ever see, like, those fucking beavers, man? Like, you ever think, like, how crazy it is that those little motherfuckers can, like, make actual dams? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We used to it's see some at the lake home for, of my grandparents. Like, it's just amazing like, how much damage they can do to, like, an ecological system with their dumbassery. <laughs> but it's very smart. Yeah, they can cause a lot of damage. Yeah, fucking animals, man. So I'm telling you, man, how did we you need to buy that gun? How did we get into, like, survivalist... Uh like we've road actually, warrior like we've actually done it like for the last couple of weeks we've actually <laughs> talked about 
a lot of like survival shit. Like we were, I was, uh, um, I was, we were talking about the other day, we were talking about, um, survival food and shit. Like, you know, how, uh, like the, my Patriot supply stuff where you can store it and it stores for up to 25 years or some shit. Like it's, it's something that like, I, I mean, it, it, it makes you sound weird, but it's like, but then again, uh, it's like I, I don't know what's weird anymore. Like I, the old and the older I get, the more plausible the weird shit sounds. Like I'm like, yeah. Well, well consider too, we're living in a pandemic where people are fighting over toilet paper and stores of empty shelves. Yeah. I mean, this. I personally think the next one, which there will be eventually, is going to be far mm. worse and far deadlier. Hmm. Yeah. I mean. I mean, let me let me put it this way. Um, you know, like if if you had told me a few, like if you had told me five years ago that we, if you had told me five years ago that so like back in 2015 or I guess 2016 now, if you had told me that in five years we'll all be wearing masks over our faces, we'll all be working from home and you know, mandated to work from home and all that. I would have been like, that's fucking crazy. That that's that's fucking out there. And I mean I think a lot of people would. And yet here we are. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's I think also you can never be too safe or too careful. So always have backup and consider this as the type of people we are. I mean we're persecuted by big tech. We're persecuted by every pretty much corporation under the sun, when is it going to get to the point, because it's not if, it's a when, that we're going to be the ones not just banned from Twitter, not just banned from Facebook, but banned from banks, banned from stores, banned from PayPal, and moving your money around in any way you can think of. Save up. Get ready. It's best to be prepared. You know, when, when are they going to... I'm not saying they're going to ban guns because that's not going to happen, but when it, they're going to make it harder for you to get a gun. It'll be legal, but, you know, you said mean tweets and your uh, employer found that you've said X, Y, and Z in the past, so we've deemed you unsafe and unfit to own a firearm, so sorry, can't get one. That That's the road we're going down. I mean, we talked about poopy pants earlier, but... And we laugh a little bit, but think of what the broader repercussions of living in an age where yeah, social media years, has currency. And it's, in about 10 years, somebody's going to be like, oh, look, Caitlin Bennett, you shit your pants back in, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Can't trust you with right. I don't know Do if I can trust that, you with a firearm. Do you see that article I posted from, you know, fucking Daily Wire of all places, but, like, <laughs> apparently they're trying to go and have a race offenders list. Yeah. Or just like a sex offender list. Mm-hmm. I could see. You know, yeah. You know, if they're going to put you on there, maybe they'll just going to ban you because they consider you like potentially racist. Well, yeah. it was, isn't, wasn't that kind of what Candace Owens was doing, though, before she became a right winger? Yeah. I've looked into that. If you search for, um, God, what's that thing called again? Social. What was it again? Social something. It's not Social Galactic. That's. Vox Day's stupid. It's something else. Social. 
Yeah, I'm looking I, up right I, now on Wikipedia, but yeah, she was doing a thing that was basically like a bolt, like a you know, a bulletin board of wanted posters for conservatives that were bullying and doing all kinds of mean things. And I understand if it's coming from a genuine place where it was coming from, but if it's not coming from a genuine place, ooh, that's scary. Um, I'm finding it on here. Uh, is that on Kickstarter? <laughs> Holy crap. I guess it was. Social autopsy, that's it. Oh, yeah, social autopsy. And it was around the Gamergate time, too. I think it was trying to dox, like, right-wingers involved with Gamergate or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I've kind of been suspicious of Candace Owens for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird um, how that worked out. I don't know the full details. I'm not accusing her of anything strip. I mean, I've looked into, I think you look more into it, Alex, but I haven't looked deep enough in it to get the truth, but I've been told it was basically a conservative doxing site. Yeah. She, she did some weird shit. Like with that, it's been a while since I looked that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. Is like, there's so many of these people, like cause we started this with about Lauren with so many crazy things that, you know, just in like a year, some of the things I've learned about people and that we've all learned about, you quickly lose track of it all. Yeah. Uh, any more e-drama or any other crazy things we can mention before we close out? Mm. Uh, oh, oh, did you see, this was a funny story, that Trump pardoned a gamer... I'm not yeah, making this up. Like, yeah. like the dude who uh, was vaping. No, no, no. It was a dude that took like campaign money and was spending it on Steam. Well, I thought that was the guy who got who was like vaping in Congress too. So. Oh, really? I heard about that. <laughs> Maybe it was. It was just a funny headline. Whether it's right or wrong to be pardoned for that, I just thought the headline was funny. Oh my god. Yeah, so, kind of sounds funny. Yeah. I'm looking through our news section to see if there's anything else interesting. But uh twelve packs twelve pack says I think to me listen to early early metal. Twelve pack, who who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Of course I listen to early metal. Mm, there you go. What do you define as early metal? Well that that's what I wanna know. What 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 does what does twelve pack define as early metal like? I I I wasn't a I wasn't a fucking Iron Maiden. If, uh, you know, like like even going back to the seventies, like I guess some people consider Led Zeppelin metal. I don't know if I that would like. I guess you could say they were like uh, I don't know. I mean, some other stuff maybe, but it's like it's called a metal band. I wouldn't go that far. Maybe they did some metal songs, but the King Diamond. Dude, yeah, fucking, my yeah. fucking instructor had like a hard on for uh, what was it? That, that one guy you were talking about, Sean. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah, oh yeah, twelve pack. I fucking love Sabbath. Is, are you talking about Led Zeppelin, Alex? Black yeah, yeah, Led Zeppelin. He had like a fucking hard on for like money and shit. Oh god. 
Pink Floyd. Did no, somebody called Pink Floyd a metal band? Pink Floyd is not metal. It's called prog rock. Get it right. Whoever called it metal. He mentioned some other shit. I, I had so much time with that dude because my parents were afraid to like take me out driving, so they just hired that motherfucker. <laughs> what? He was a driving have. instructor. Yeah, like they just kept having me go this driving instructor because my mom was. It was just rock. Like back in those days, it was just rock. There's no genres back in those fucking days. It was like, oh, it was rock, and I think there was like race records. That's how they fucking called. Race yeah. <laughs> That's what R&B used to be called. Yeah, it used to be called race records back in the oh, day. Oh God, that's and like um, yeah, like that's a different but, meaning see, today. See, see these like, asshole, these assholes that are like, oh, we're still racist country. Like, you you have any idea how much what kind of fucked up shit was going on in the sixties yeah. and shit? Like, yo, and and the kind of world we live in now is like fucking glorious compared to that time. You want to you want you want to hear something funny? Is like someone is some black guy called me racist like a few months ago because I don't like rap music. Oh, like, you had that happen. That. Right? Well, and I'm like, and I'm like, motherfucker, I, I listen to, I listen to like R&B and whatnot. And, he, and so I started to, No, I started you always got to tell him, look, look, look. So, so whenever somebody says that, just go, go with the, well, what do you call, what do you call rap? just uh, just say that just say that anytime anybody's like oh you don't listen to rap well what do you what do you what do you call rap like yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just turn it on him like oh uh well what, what do you what do you call rap like yeah i, I did that I another that ja, don't don't do, and, and if you tell me jaw ja rules rap you're fucking fired <laughs> i i did i did that i did that the second time around did you guys? I know this is off topic, but did you, I'm scrolling through the chats. Did you guys see Don Lemon's Kitchen on New Year's? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fucking weird, man. There's a little chef statue in there that's um kind of racist, might I say? <laughs> oh, apparently well, it's okay because he's black and he can have little slave boys in his kitchen. A little black. blackface slave boy. In particular, I mean that's what it looked like to me. What well, he has the same thing. They probably have the same supplier as that uh, fake uh, Indian lady. Fake Indian lady? Oh, yeah, Pocahontas. The... Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably probably pals. Some racist shit in her kitchen too. Yeah, it's always a cover. It's always a guilty cover when they say when they flout as to yep. how not X, Y, and Z they are, but. What's funny though is like I was watching the New Year's stream of Times Square. That was the saddest thing ever. And I don't mean sad as in like crying sad, but just pathetic. It was like de Blasio and his wife like hit a ball in a crowd of like a few people. And then the press, and I kind of like this because I think, you know, we should keep the press in line. They were kept in like little like cattle cages. Like they were walled off by Kia ads and like these little cubicles and like each one had their own separate one six feet apart. It was silly looking. And then when, when the countdown clocks up, dude, like I don't think it was like this last time. Like there are ads everywhere, of course, but there was like a freaking Kia ad on the entire thing, like right behind the clock. I'm like, like screw off. Like I just, I'm an ad major and that bothers me. Yeah, 
Yeah, Bill for Blasio, sure. Bill de Blasio is he's awful. Might be the worst. He's he's probably the worst mayor in the history of America. Like, I, I, I mean, just awful. Like an awful. What an awful fucking mayor. Oh, I know. Like, look, you have like, uh, you have apparently Andrew Yang is. Oh, he's run for mayor. Trying, yeah. Trying to run for mayor, and 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 I mean, all he has to do is go. I'm not. Yeah. I, at least I'm not Bill De Blasio, and he should be a shoe. Oh, oh, that reminds me. That that reminds me. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I know that we brought up Dave Rubin way back in the beginning of the show. Uh, he's. Speaking of grifters running for office, uh, oh boy, he he is supposedly running for no. governor against against Jerry Brown. No, that can't be real. Don't That's bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. What? I need to find this, dude. That's the Don't dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, no. Just, just, just no. Was there a tweet on this? Where, where'd you see this? I. I think I think it, I saw it on Facebook. So, well, that's when um, you know it's fake. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah, Facebook is no. I, but I'm not saying no, it's not I, true. But you know, it's Facebook. No, I, I well, no, I think it no. was. I think it was from from his verified, or no, it was like one of his YouTube videos. That, like I'm considering running for governor. Oh God, dude, no! I hate when it's like when Shank did it. It's like no. Like that, that that's like when that's like when Chank Weger fucking Weaver. ran for uh ran for Kate, Katie Hill's old seat and fucking just got demolished. Like no, just don't do it. Don't fucking do it. The, it's hard. Don't fucking do it. I don't like the idea either, but I know a bunch of Californians who do. And let let's face it. The, they don't like they don't really like Dave Rubin either, but let, let no. but also let's be clear. You have to have a really fucking shitty governor if you would vote for Dave Rubin over your <laughs> Oh this Democrats if they would not vote for him anymore. Yeah. He would lose big time. Like that's just so strategically well, I mean, no, well, stupid. I mean, well well, I mean I don't like California is so corrupt. I don't. I don't. Who's to say that they they're never like? Who's to say that they don't use these fucked up voting machines and shit too? Like it's. Oh yeah, they probably do. It's. I mean, we 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 are living in a world now where we know that this cor this corrupt shit is going on, and it's 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 eye-opening it's eye-opening and it's like well what what do we do what do we do now and it's like well like everybody's paying attention to these fucking georgia runoffs like how the fuck are you how do you expect to run a georgia georgia runoff in the with the same bullshit that was used to be to run the last sketchy election just a couple of weeks ago like i i'm there's it just bothers me. It just bothers me that people are this fucking stupid to just buy buy into it. Like, oh well, I, I guess nothing's wrong here. Well, it's like, oh, the eyes. They're like, oh well, the eyes are on are on Georgia this time. Like, really? Like, the eyes are more on them than the presidential fucking election, right? Like, I'm, I'm the logic is just terrible. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Just yeah. 
I think but, I yeah, found and, the video you were talking about. It sounds like a clickbait headline, so I don't know. He wants good attention. That's why. Yeah, he's, he's just—it's the worst thing ever. It's not just stop. Just I would, I would, I would rather him do stand-up comedy again <laughs> than run for fucking governor of California. Okay, and I hated his stand-up. So, <laughs> Stephen Crowder can't do fucking stand-up comedy either i i'm i'm sorry but like his stand-up is well, god awful i mean i mean it, it's an art like stand-up comedy is an art like i mean i mean not everybody can do it you know hey, I mean, look. hey look i i can't do stand-up comedy i do sit-down comedy instead <laughs> so <laughs> all right i'll, I'll be here all, all Dave week, Rubin's jokes yeah, that, that right there that little line right there was funnier than anything that came out of Dave Rubin's mouth. It's just... funnier than it. It's funnier than it. it, it yeah, that was meant to be a dirty joke too. Like, okay, anyway, oh, I just it. realized that. It's either. funny. It's funnier than anything that has come out of Owen's mouth uh, too. Of course, that's not saying much, dude. It's, I mean, Dave Rubin. Could you imagine being? on that show now and him trying to like you know sell you on his governor run like yeah i, I, I i'm very qualified to be california's governor because i live here i pay taxes i know how bad it is so vote for me i mean i i'm i'm dave rubin you know you know the, me you watch me on the, YouTube. the 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 re the regressive left oh god that that's like, that's like his favorite catchphrase the left is no longer longer progressive they're regressive wow thank you for that like, insight, like, Dave Rubin. Like, i don't understand i don't understand how a stand-up comedian can become that fucking milk toast boring on his shit like i'm just like uh, yeah you you're, you see these interviews and it's just like boring it's fucking boring yeah. like you like it, oh like, it, like they used to be good they used to be good because he'd have good oh. guests on, but now he yeah. doesn't. The the only good guest he's had on for like the last year is honestly, in my opinion at least, Dennis Miller. But of course, that's because I'm literally a a, a DMZ member. DMZ. So. <laughs> Dennis Miller zone. Not the demilitarized zone. <laughs> Speaking speaking up speaking up I I am I am kind of happy I mean people complain that but Dennis Miller retired at the end of last year mm -hmm. he was like nope I don't have anything more to add so I'm that's not gonna good. like I mean, it's good that he's going out that way rather than like dragging it out or being like hey guys remember me you know I don't have much to say but I'm gonna try saying stuff anyway like at least he's being you know modest about it like he, yeah. He, well, he he's like, he's like, I'm 67. I don't want to ride this into the fucking barn like like the Rolling Stones Oof. did, and uh, and I I want I want to travel the world, the world, and also, showbiz is fucking overrated. So it's horrible. I mean, sure, look, like the the. The entertainment industry has just become disgusting. I mean, it's always been disgusting, but even more so now. 
uh, like I can't imagine. I couldn't have. I don't know. I I I I would hate being famous. Like I would hate being famous like that. Like that would just. Mm. I well, don't the, know. I just. Well, the well the the few the few times I I the few times I did tell him uh, the few times I did talk to Dennis. I I remember one time, I uh, I asked him. I'm like. So Dennis, do you have any uh do you have any stand up uh advice for me? He goes, what? He goes, babe, kid, you think I'm gonna give you a fu- fucking uh stand up advice so you can kill the uh so you can kill the lions? Fuck off with that shit. But I'll tell you what, you ought to stick to that podcasting thing, babe. You're pretty good at it. So he <laughs> actually say that. I, I'm. Kind of doing a quasi impression, but yeah, yeah, that is kind of what he said. That's so, funny. You know, that's funny. Well, okay. I like when people Stop like saying. subvert your expectations because, like, you'll ask for something and they'll like. This is a small thing, but I remember when I was at CPAC and I saw a Nuance Bro there, the YouTuber. I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you Nuance Bro?" He's like, "No, nah, I get that a lot, though." And he's like, no, just kidding, I am. I was like, it ca- it gets you off guard at first. He's just like, no, no, I'm not him. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you get those people that do that because they, they probably get these questions like 50 million times, and they're just like, how do I make this one a bit more different than the last, or how do I have some fun with this one? Like the truly great ones, like if you're going to be a really great stand-up comic, it's like you got to, first off, it's like an it's like art anything art form you gotta start young like you you look at some of the greatest you look at some of the best stand-up comics ever like you they started young like look dave Chappelle, louis ck like all these guys they started really really young and they just worked on their craft they just kept doing it like you know and then and the first and the first decade they were doing it they weren't they weren't really that good. Like, I mean, I remember some of Dave Chappelle's earliest stuff. It wasn't really that good. It just, but you know, you keep, you, you keep working at it. You, you, you try a joke here or there and if it doesn't work, whatever. And if it does work great. And then like, you know, and you kind of keep, you keep going at it. Like Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan. He, like when he first started doing it, it was, it, it was kind of funny, but it was, it wasn't that funny, but he like, you keep working on it and then it like you know and then you you read the crowd you you understand like you get a feel for the for the venue and you know mm-hmm. you you have your your joke setups with the punchlines and you know and, and you have to, you have your beginning stuff and then you got you 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 end it with a finale you know you there's there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot of moving parts that go into it and it's an it really is an art form and you know like i respect i respect the really good ones like the really good ones i don't like i mean like like amy schumer i'm like oh my god i hate you i hate you so much um yeah and it comes down to i mean it's simply all in what you're describing is i know there's more too but like a simple way for i tell anybody that's doing anything to start off this because this is what i do and it become extremely useful it's just simply scott adams calls it a b testing i just simply call it like testing you know you try something out if it works keep it if it doesn't work throw it out or maybe rework it or something you know get a feel for stuff and see what works because sometimes you know you gotta be careful with that though because i know if 
comedy it's a much easier thing to do because if it works it works if it doesn't it just fucking doesn't like some things like movies you know or music or i read even books you can't tell me a million stories of people that were told this is trash and then they want to sell a million copies you know they'll get rejected a million times and then they get their breakthrough and then it's published and it sells a million copies like harry potter but there's a lot of things like comedy is a great example which i i always saw as almost like a luxury or a not really a luxury but like a really useful uh sort of quick response that you can get from it they can't get from a lot of things like a book you gotta freaking read the whole thing with comedy you just get up down the mic you tell a joke if people laugh they laugh they don't they don't you can move on right from there and learn yeah stuff. but yeah that's starting to get fucked over though because of the uh because of the cancer culture yeah i mean that's what's that's honestly is it me or is louis kind of like i mean i didn't i don't follow him too closely but when he came back after getting canceled like did you read some of those jokes he was saying in like private you know stand-up oh, routines I, I i listened to some of his leaked uh to some of his leaked uh material you like I, yeah. I, I i mean is it me or did it make him like fucking edgier and funnier well, getting no, he's always, i don't know i mean i he he's always really been like that like i've seen like if you see if you ever seen him like especially like if you see him um like at a regular show like if you see him at a regular show that's exactly what lewis ck does okay that's yeah. exactly what he does and, and i'm telling you like for me like i went and seen him but uh i saw him one time in dc and it was like you had you had about a, he the show was only supposed to be like about 45 minutes to an hour he ended up staying there for like an hour and a half oh, that's and awesome. and it was just funny it was just we were i was crying laughing so hard it was so it, like it yeah was his... easily my easily probably my probably my favorite stand-up night ever like wow. it was just amazing War, warfist in the chat brings up a good point he says lucy k went back to his roots with his newer stand-up special which yes i 100 percent agree as as a longtime louis fan and and yes folks i know shocker i'm a louis fan but you know what well actually for those who have been around you know i'm a louis fan but you know to the to the first time viewers yes i know he whacks off big so what he's funny yeah i mean Game most people and, 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 and like most people most people have their fucking thing and he, and he mentions that in his stand-up right most people have their fucking thing that's like a weird proclivity right especially these Some, people like you know and and yeah the more you know like and you, and you gotta think like these these stand-up comedians have probably come up from wild wildish upbringings right where it's like some weird wild kind of upbringing not not maybe not in a good way like you know you're gonna come you're gonna collect some things here and there and it's like you know for him it's you know having women watch him whack off okay like in rape anyone. i mean you know that's know. the difference Just... they lump him in like that's the thing i didn't like about me too when it was getting to it's like 
climax to that's a terrible phrase to use <laughs> no no that, no that's a for that's a perfect phrase sean that is a that, that is a that is a perfect phrase <laughs> Uh, I just came out. I didn't plan that. I wasn't even kidding when I said, well, that's not the word I should have used there. But, you know, when it came to its climax and when it was like going near the end there, like you were getting just people lumped in with everyone. And it's like yeah. Louie was one of them. And, and that and Z's and Sario guy, too. Like those were the two that were like, OK, little weird, maybe would run me the wrong way. But like. To throw them in with Harvey Weinstein and the Rape Gang yeah. and the Kevin Spaces of the world, like, are you kidding me? It's 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 not it's objectively not even close. It's not the same Bill, thing. Bill Burr Bill Burr had a great rant about me too early on. In fact, I'll I'll try and I'll I'll try and send you the clip uh, after we get done with the show because it's it's unbelievable. But he he basically says, and this is like. Me Too at this point is like it hasn't been around for that long, but it's been around like, like long enough. But basically, he says, uh, that basically now Me Too is lumping in like every guy who has you know, like ever looked at like Playboy magazine with like Harvey Weinstein, yeah, like there, like there's there's absolutely no like there there are no degrees to this thing it's like you know you it's like you know usually when we assign jail times like we give people you know jail certain jail time for like robbery petty theft you know like misdemeanor crimes but now it would be just like we're we're just giving everyone the same exact you know penalty for you know rape and murder so to speak so yeah, it's like Me Too started off as a thing that we all agreed on as a society. Like, yeah, these people are screwed up. Let's expose them and get rid of them. But it became a monster that really is what uh, gave birth to cancel culture. That's well, really when the, the cancel culture as we know it, know it today kind of came about. Well, we'll think, well, think about this for a sec, too. Fucking Jerry Seinfeld, who is you know who is Mr. Clean, got canceled uh, partially because he said that Me Too had gone too far, which he's absolutely right about. Yeah. First of all, but but think about that, Jerry Seinfeld, who 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 is pretty much loved by anyone who loves comedy, mm. got the you know got shit on for criticizing the Me Too movement. So. Yeah, he's like one of the most non-offensive comedians, and it doesn't. Again, what? the line doesn't matter. It's just if we don't like what? you, you're gone. What's the deal with the laundry detergent? You know, yeah. like that. Like you know, like yeah. like why does popcorn pop? Why does all? What's the deal? Can I submit a hot take? I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. I don't think he's uh, funny. It's, it's a it's an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> fucking saw the fucking Seinfeld show when it was hot, so I don't know, man. You need to you need to watch uh, Cur Curb Your Enthusiasm is is better, I think. Oh yeah, well, yeah. What's his name? Well, was the well, writer on Seinfeld. Well, yeah, like look, Larry David is like it was the guy that made 
the Seinfeld show. I don't know. Yeah. I, there was a difference between the Seinfeld show and then Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld stand up. There, you you see a lot of Larry, like Larry David, who's another funny guy too. But like, um, yeah, he was the guy. He was the central guy to a lot of the Seinfeld show. And then of course, this, when they end it once he left the show, um, then they end the show they, once he left. Basically, I mean. Basically. Yeah. They they went they went on for like two more seasons without yeah. him, but but they were but like people don't even count that because they were they were bad. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, Larry David is pretty much George in Seinfeld, like mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of fucking bitching about shit. You know what? What does the common man have anything to deal with that? You know. Kind of a kind of reminds me of of real life New York though to be honest. Yeah, but like, why do I give a shit about New York? They're a bunch of fucking elitists bitching about their stupid problems, you know. They, I mean, there's there, there really is, like with New York, there really is like. It's like a. There's there's like a class war. There's a real class warfare going on because you you, if you actually go to new york there's a lot of awesome people there like there's a lot of awesome people in new york but like but there's you know there's a lot of rich pricks out there too like it's very it's the most american city ever how do you live now i don't know about that like see there's there's two americas out there you know you have your new york and then you have your texas and both of them are equally Mm. american but both of them are fucking opposite that's a good point. You you have your like right wing like fucking Second Amendment patriot America, then you have your like gay pride like super liberal fucking pussy America. Well, both... that's the New York of no. today. No, 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 no that both uniquely that, American. Like you don't see that shit in other like it first came over here. Like America is as much like gun toting fucking cowboy as it is like gay pride fucking like socialism bullshit. Like yeah, both fucking America, but they're both like completely opposite of each other. Yeah, and if you're the and if you're the Tiger King or whatever his name, <laughs> you get fucking both. Yeah. Well, he's not like well, he's gay, but he's not a socialist. He's like a libertarian's wet dream. He is. <laughs> he's but every like... libertarian in a nutshell. I still love that meme that you found out. It's like what libertarians think they are, Ron Swanson, what libertarians actually are, Joe Exotic. It's the most accurate thing ever. It fucking is. Yeah. Like, like New York, I don't know how people live there if they're making less than like a hundred grand a year. Like they don't. It is expensive. They don't. But they some people do. Some do and they struggle. Like I remember when my aunt was living there like she had an expense like her apartment was nothing and it was freaking insanely expensive like more expensive than any apartment here so her job yeah had a decent pay you'd be like wow that's but, a lot of money you're making no it all goes out the window a, what was that getting a getting a fucking haircut there is like 60 bucks what well, it depends where you go to, too, because I come from a long line of hairdressers. And, like, even over, like, Maryland and shit. You know, if you go to a nice place, like, especially women, man, like, they all oh, spend a lot crap. on their hair. Did we... 
Dude, we had yeah. a whole... You Speaking of Jeff, actually, when I did a world in conversation for Sam's class, one was all on hair. And we got into the part about how much, like, it costs for men to cut their hair and women. Women literally spend, like, double what men do. Yep, I they think the... They do. Like, they say it's, like, a pink tax. No. You guys choose to... I think the audio just uh, derped on Discord. Oh, I'm hearing I, it fine. No, I can hear you. Uh, but anyway, folks. I think Sam lost us. Yeah, no, but what I was saying about that hair man. That hair man. Uh, that'll do it for tonight's stream, I guess. <laughs> I guess he'll log off, and then we can talk about hair. We could still hear him. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear him too. I, think I can boot him. <laughs> Bye, oh, man, but I had that issue. Like I had that conversation with my girlfriend the other, like today, actually, about shoes. Oh you yeah. Know, like, yeah, we were talking about that because she was like, "Oh, these women's shoes are so expensive." I'm like, yeah, "These like women's boots are like way more expensive than men's." So I was like, "Yeah, because women choose to pay more for yes. it." that's the f it's not like some insidious tax people yeah. like women the pink tax is a lie you know it doesn't sound bad but women tend to be more they care more about their appearance than most men do of like of course that's women why they look will, prettier half the time they will pay out the ass to have their like you know pedicures and manicures and like i had a fucking pedicure once i'm uh, you know my fucking <laughs> girlfriend paid for it it was like a joke but like nice you know yeah, like, you know, do my fucking feet. I felt so bad for that Asian lady. Like, she had to go, like, get a fucking cheese grater. That's to my how feet. I was. That's yeah. how I was when I did. That was the same. That was the same same thing I felt. Like, holy shit. Because, like, my feet, my feet have been through hell. Like, fucking deployments and combat boots oh, and fucking God. years of shit. Like, yeah, I was like, I feel bad for the fucking people that had to clean up my fucking feet. And then they got to smell it. Oh. Yeah, I, I gave them nice tips there to go and yeah. take a fucking cheese skirt. They just went at it. Like, I mean, I take better care of my feet now, but, like, shit. You yeah. think you think younger, younger Pluffy Phil was going to fucking, you know like no it was like 12 mile ruck marches in three hours and shit like fuck no my my, my feet were brutalized in my younger years man like Dude, my fucking feet man that there's so much cheese on that shit the fucking you know chucky e. cheese would have a fucking ball with that Dude, i got like 12 cheese pizzas and pepperoni and other shit in there with all the fucking scabs and stuff good thing he's out of business now Dude, yeah, that's probably how they make their fucking pizza. Like, aside from like you know making these God. zombie like mix mix match pieces, they're just going to use the fucking toe cheese. Not to go on a tangent, but just never thought maybe think of something. I'm surprised the Pizzagate people, to my knowledge, never went down the rabbit hole of children, Chuck E. Cheese, pizza. Wait, what? What do we well, got going oh, on here? Oh, oh God, John. There's other shit too. Like it's a fucking kid gam. It's it's basically the fucking casino for kids. It's a mouse casino. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For yeah. kids. And then EA one up them with loot boxes for kids. I don't know, but like Chuck E. Cheese, they were the OG with that. Like, you were, <laughs> like I don't even remember being there too much. But I remember being there a few times. It's like yeah, it's fucking gambling. It is. <laughs> and it's okay if if you do it for like. <laughs> shit prizes but you know heaven forbid you do i'm like a, like it you know there's a lot of stuff like that too like fucking those trading card games like that's a fucking o, that's og loot boxes too because yeah you get? pretty much is a literal loot box 
Like, it's worse. You know, you get, like, your fucking Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards. It's like, you know, which one am I going to get today? Am I going to get, like, some bullshit, like, you know, Charmander? Am I going to get, like, fucking, you know, I don't know, a fucking Charizard with the golden thing on the back that's worth, like, 20 grand now? And it was kind of pay to win because you couldn't play Pokemon without the cards. So you had to buy them unless you stole them from your brother or found them in the sewer or something. I don't know. Oh no, train card games were entirely pay to win. That's that's the whole point. People like why are people okay with that? But you know, and I'm I'm not saying it's okay for game suit. I fucking hate when games no, suit like, abolish sure. loot boxes. They should be banned. If I were if I were running for president, I'd run on banning loot boxes. Fuck that ban trading card games, because they're just as bad and they're for kids. They're aimed directly at kids, a form of gambling. Yes. Like, I, you know, I was playing fucking RuneScape, and they were like, oh, the dual arena's just gambling for kids. I'm like, you know, Based. so Pokemon. People go and get their fucking Pokemon cards, and then you go and buy them, like, oh, what am I going to get? And it's like the fucking skins in, um, what you call it, uh, Counter-Strike. It's the same fucking thing. You, you try to go and collect the cards, but it's, it's wrong if it's virtual, but... You know, they're both like it's a piece of paper or a couple or a bunch of fucking ones and zeros. You know like, what's funny too is the loot boxes will use literal cards most of the time. Like when they come out of the box, it's a literal cards on the screen. Yeah, because it's the original <laughs> loot box. You know, then even before then, you had your stupid like pinball machines. Like my great, well, not my great grand, my grandfather. He was telling me he was, you know, back in the day, he was really bad, like an addict with those pinball machines mm. and art back in the day so i'm like yeah because it's fucking gambling i wouldn't call that gambling because that is that's pay to play not pay to win it's still addictive though it's it's like a slot machine you know you get all those like little you know shiny bits yeah but but the thing is you're not playing a game of chance like there is skill involved with you hitting the little things you know to hit the ball i mean what it does have some elements i see what you mean but you know, for loot box, it's different because, I mean, they can engineer those things to be more addicting than any video game, like the actual game, like, or even any card game or anything because uh, of the, know, the way I... they, the way they design it with all the dopamine hitting visuals and the, the mystery element and you get stuff that makes you win half the time. Well, yeah, but that's what the fuck are you, like those Yu-Gi-Oh cards and like Magic the <laughs> Gathering, like I knew this. Like my friend, uh, you know, fucking Dylan, and like they they know this one motherfucker. Hey guys, <laughs> like, real real quick, I am going to, I am going to uh, go grab a beer real quick. Uh, All right. I'm not, I'm not doing the other. I'm not doing what you think I'm doing, Kevin. Oh, so, what's Kevin thinks in the chat. Yeah, Kevin. Well, my one of my my old stream crashed. So I had to start a new one. Well, I have to. I have to review message that Kevin is going to send that says the asshole looking king show. Uh, Hot. I'll end our stream soon, but continue your rant on cards. No, he. I I know this one motherfucker, like my friend Dylan did too. He like he used to live in the middle of a hallway. You know, and he'd spend all this money on what? weed and Magic the Gathering cards. Oh, God. And, like, this is he why he's in the hallway. And he, yeah, and he, that's what he would do. He'd, like, jack off in the kitchen because he had nowhere else to go. You know, people live <laughs> well, like, addicted to those fucking cards, like adults even. Yeah. It, no, I knew different. people in elementary school that had binders full of them. 
And I would be like, I never got into it. Like, I got, like, one or two packs because I initially thought it was cool. And then when I got them, I was just like, eh, whatever. You know, it's like nobody to play it with. And then, like, I didn't know how to play it. I never got into that. I'm glad yeah, I, I did I never knew how to fucking play the game. I like collecting those cards because they look cool. Like, that's fucking Well, that's a draw, yeah. And that's how I initially, like, got whatever first ones I did. I, do you remember Crazy Bones, I think they were called? Crazy Bones? What the fuck is this? <laughs> I forget exactly what they were called, but it was something like that. They were like these little plastic things. I think it was Crazy Bones, yeah. And the game was you'd like set them up. What? Was it Mighty Beans? No, this was, I think it was Crazy Bones. I'm going to Google it. You would set them up like on a floor or table, and then you'd you'd take your finger and do like a flicking motion with your thumb and your first finger, and you'd like flick them and hit them. So they would try, you try to hit your friend's, uh, crazy bones and knock them over and if you hit them you know eventually like you'd win if you knock them all down and like there were different shapes and some of them you could put in different like you know ways you could hit them like some could lay down some had to stand up i remember collecting those because like that was such a huge thing in my elementary school everybody play them at lunch and do all kinds of shit and i got a few from like a friend who would buy them and then it was like a drug deal i'd like buy them off of her I'd be like, oh, you got some crazy bones <laughs> and buy like a pack. And I got like a couple packs and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And it died off. We had the fucking Beyblades, man. I remember that shit. I remember those too. Major League like dreidel competitions. <laughs> you know, I wonder who's behind that one. But like, it Men's was so Ben fucking... probably has him as a sponsor. <laughs> like it was so fucking soupy, just spun tops. But like it was like that trading card game thing, you know? It's like oh, we need to be competitive. It's like Pokemon battle with a fucking top, and they put like metal bits on some of them. It, it was so fucking stupid, but like they attract kids. And the thing is too, you know, they don't have a television show like they had that fucking anime television show with the Beyblade <laughs> people, and then fucking they sell anime. the fucking Beyblades on there. It's like yeah, that's how they get you. That's that's fucked up. You know, like with YouTube, you're not supposed to do that sort of stuff. Like, you're not supposed to advertise your shit to kids. Like, I think Logan Paul done some shit for that. But the fucking television did that shit. Yeah, I think that you was know? something. And it used to be illegal. Yeah, I think Reagan changed that, if I'm not mistaken. Fucking libertarian bullshit. But, like, that, like that's that, to me, that seems unethical. Like, when you have your Pokemon show and then you sell your fucking pokemon cards and fucking pokemon games like that like you shouldn't be able to go and sell it during the fucking show and beyblades is about that Yu-Gi-Oh was really bad with that so just selling you off of this like fucking scam card game like like gambling addiction and nobody yeah. mentions that whenever they mention the loot box prom and i feel like that's that's not fair because that is just as damaging, if not more so, than these loot boxes. And it's just going on. Like, I wonder how much money I spent on these bullshit card games. Well, the difference with the loot boxes, though, and I know the like phones have, you know, prevent some of this in certain ways. But you know, parents give their and this has happened. Like, I think Alex Jones it happened to, or somebody, somebody famous happened to. It's kind of funny. But like, they give their kid their phone and they start playing the game. It's like, oh, you got to pay. 99 cents to unlock this and the kid goes click and it does it i mean my phone you have to have you know i mean a lot of iphones you have to use a thumbprint or a face to unlock you know pay for something but some of these parents would just let kids pay for shit and that was the problem with those things was it was much easier for kids to 
buy stuff it was way more accessible i mean with the trading cards i do agree with you like it is relevant to that conversation but you would have to go to a store to pick them up or get them off a friend which requires a parent either way so or you steal the fucking money from like your parents like wallet when they're not looking you could but it's way easier to just go on the phone boom do it well it's all that too is these boomer parents like not knowing exactly. how to like, set up their shit Oh, I mean, to be sure, yeah. I, I got busted for that. Well, it's like my my parents like put their credit card on the fucking Xbox. Oh, no. I got busted for like buying the horse armor pack from like uh, Oblivion or whatever. I was like, oh shit. That's uh, funny. I posted the Crazy Bones thing in chat chat. Yeah, it was Crazy Bones. I remember that shit really well. Did we not? I never had that shit. Like that was never popular. Like we it had insane my insane in my school. Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. There's something yeah. too I learned in my ad class, but I forget what the specifics are. But there are some ways that you can't advertise to kids. I, th but like they obviously get around it somehow. There's some weird rules with that. I'd have to look into it, but it's it's kind of interesting. There are certain things you can't do. Yeah, but like they, I don't know, man. It just felt so fucked up because like all these. Oh, it is. All these kids' shows have, like, shit you can buy from it. Yeah. You know, like, that's... I, I don't like that. Like, they all have their own marketing thing. Like, even if they don't advertise Beyblades, like, the the products on the show, like, the next show, like, you know, might be, like, Pokemon afterwards, then they give a Beyblade commercial. If you're going to watch the same fucking Saturday morning block, you're going to see that shit. And, like, it's not very hard to go and see, you know, Beyblades is this shit when it's on your cartoon network or whatever the fuck it is mm -hmm. and, and like yeah think about that too it's like pretty much every kid's cartoon show has like at least like back when i was a kid they all had like these fucking like stuff you could buy from it like they all had some sort of merchandise like it was they didn't just have kids shows that were just kids shows and maybe now they do maybe it changed but when i was a kid like they did fucking pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh you know, all this other stuff. And they were all, like, heavily, like, advertised either for their, like, action figures, like G.I. Joe and stuff, or their card games, or their Beyblades, or, or what have you. They were all had shit that you could go and spend tons of money on, too. And then the other thing, I, I forget what it was, but there was these, like, robots. I don't know if it was BattleBots, but there was something. My, my, my aunt gave me this toy for Christmas, and you had to go and have, like, multiple of these things to go and like actually fight each other and the one robot was like a hundred bucks but then you need like the other one so then i put like my parents in a bind where like i couldn't even play unless i had the other one so it's like you know they find ways to fuck you over with that mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and it's also consider what how advertising at that age is rewiring these kids brains like from a young age it's basically turning them into gamblers it's getting them addicted to things it's I I would be really interested. I don't know how you'd study this, but to see like if there was a kid that wasn't exposed to any advertising, a kid that was, and how that changed them, you know? Oh, yeah, no, it, it's terrible. And then they even have these games now. Like I was at Walmart, they have this thing called Kaponk that's basically beer pong for kids. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Yep. Like, how is that okay? Like, they have all these things which, you know, kids really shouldn't be being exposed to. Like, and you know the only thing that people even mention is like the loot boxes which thankfully now have largely gone away from most games like, yeah even the new halo game 
they literally explicitly said we're not doing loot boxes halo and friend halo infinite because there is such an animosity towards oh, that back. oh Thanks. sam's alive bitching about we're talking about halo now with the Loot boxes or without them now because it, it was it was uh like that you know people would bitch about it. i remember people bitching about it, but when battlefront 2 came out that was the breaking point there were literally congressional hearings over loot boxes that's how bad it got i i think people forget just how bad that was well dude they had that one like you know they say that that game was terrible but the worst one was that like uh lord of the rings game they had it was a single player only game that still had loot boxes in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like why? And you know, like back in the day too, like you know they had DLC back then that was annoying. But like at least you got content. Like with loot boxes, it was just like microtransactions. Like that's the worst thing. Like and that's you what you were getting this. from it. And that's what I hate about smartphone games. It's like why I don't really play any smartphone games is because they're all riddled with microtransactions. Like, yeah. you remember back in the day when, you know, you had, like, games like Angry Birds and, like, Plants vs. Zombies, mm -hmm. like, the original ones that didn't have microtransactions? And you had to pay for them, but now you don't have to pay for them. But once you get the app, you have to pay for all the microtransactions. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, yeah the, and, that, and that's what I always warn people. Like, the free games are not really yep. free. They're either harvesting your data... Or sorry, I don't want to say harvesting. They're stealing your data, or their microtransactions filled through the whole thing. And in mm -hmm. most cases, it doesn't bother me too much if it's like they're not stealing your data with their microtransactions. Because in some games, like Plants vs Zombies Two, I remember, I was able to do the full thing without a single microtransaction. But they would always prod you, like, "Oh, you can you can skip ahead a few levels if you pay us like five shekels." And I'm like, "No, sorry, I'll just." play the game you know yeah. radical concept well, I, I just rather play the fucking game like like there are some of them that make it so like i think there's a family guy game or one of those stupid ones it was like farmville like they, they like have the so simpsons many game yeah they, they have all those games that are the same fucking concept it's like yeah. oh look there's this franchise that you have yeah you know here you can go and like you spend you know you can go and do all this stuff but like you have to go and wait or you pay us whatever micro currency they have in here and we can just skip that yeah. and start out working do all this stuff at once and becomes gradually longer and longer and more grindy to even get anything basic done like i think they had i remember seeing an article there they had some sort of like my little pony game it was oh, the no. same sort of concept but it would take you like a thousand years if you didn't pay for microtransactions to actually complete it. And like, yeah. as funny as it is to fuck with the Bernie community, like that's, you know, that, that that's pretty fucked up. Like, I think stuff like that should be discouraged if not banned. Yeah. No, I was actually watching a video recently by again, the Ackman guy on the history of loot boxes. Cause I mean, I'd known about, I remember the battlefront two thing very well. Cause I think I was telling you about Alex when it was happening. Yeah, and... I had that when it was happening i fucking hated that yeah i know but i was telling you about the like the anger that was coming out about the loot boxes and that reddit post from ea that like saw off a firestorm um i remember telling you about that i don't know if you like already knew about it, but like i remember talking about it was my point i was trying to make but um because yeah you did play the beta and get the full thing but I didn't know too much about the stuff that came before. Like I'd heard about season passes. I'd heard about, you know, paying for Xbox live. I've, I've known microtransactions very well, but he was going over the full history 
of like pretty much money in games and going to what we have now and it seems like what things are going towards is what Fortnite has is this battle pass or something it's called i don't know too much about it yeah. i have to look into yeah, it yeah battle pass yeah cod cod uh call of duty mobile which i play actually has, has like a too. thing yeah well how does it call work well basically like it's not that bad actually on call of duty mobile but basically what it is is like they is like they do like a theme like every like two or three months or so yeah yeah um it's like with fortnite and, doing mandalorian right now and what the and what they'll do is they'll uh they'll give you like an exclusive like weapon and then you'll like you can get like an exclusive like set of perks for like ten dollars and that's like the season pass okay yeah mobile one like i know modern warfare on the pc you don't like you don't have to pay for anything you can if you want to like unlock the weapons like faster or easier but like you can still get everything that's not cosmetic like yeah. that's what i've heard of that's happened to a lot of things especially in reaction to those loot boxes but he was listing all the games that had them at the time. It's like every fucking game. Every major game had them in some way. And like just listening to all of it and seeing what had been happening to video games, it's honestly, it's really sad because it started off, you know, for a while, it was something that was like artistic and interesting and innovative. And then people will kind of mock video games like, oh, it's just a waste of time. They're not art. They're just a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's like it's gotten to a point where it's there's still the artisticness there, but it's like in a cloud of greed and just slimy, disgusting, you know, corporate crap that it's just really gross, honestly. You know, you, you don't... Could you imagine that was in a movie? Like, oh, you have to pay $5 to see the last uh, episode, you know? Or not last episode, the last 30 minutes of this movie. I mean, yeah, you have to pay for episodes and stuff on, like, iTunes, but it's just on another level with these games. It's just really gross. Just having it there is just gross. Knowing that there's, like, this shit there, it's annoying as hell. You know, I miss those games where it's just none of that. Like, when I play, like, Battlefront 2, the original, there's not a dollar sign in that game. It's just straight the up the game. When it came out, they did have expand. I know there was at least one expansion pass, but, or expansion that came out for it, for the Xbox Live version, like, for the Xbox original. But I and that one might have actually been free after a while. Like, they used to do that on Xbox, like, in Halo 2. They had a map pack that came out. Like, if you waited, like, a few months, they'd give it to you for free. Yeah. Or, you know, and then they used to have games, and you would just get the game, and you didn't and have to go work. buy it. It would work. And now it's like, not only are you paying, like, $60 for a game, but you also have to go and pay for either expansions or, like, DLC. And, like, that's the thing, too. Like, back in the day, like, when Halo, Halo 2 had an expansion pack, and like they actually released it as a separate disc, and like, wow. you know, I think it was your like forty dollars. But you know, you actually got a lot of content for it. And then you know, fucking Oblivion, they had the both the best and the worst because like the worst was a fucking horse armor pack that did nothing, but it's cosmetic. You know, but the best Is that the one thing you had, spent money on. Yeah, I, I bought all <laughs> the expansions I got for PC. 
with the game of the year edition and it had like this one expansion in there it was like the shivering isles and that was probably like one of the best expansions like it was a full-on other story a huge new area like yeah. you know and then it went from that to these more microtransactions and stuff just like and that happened once the internet became more ubiquitous and higher speed you know when you could download shit off the internet a lot quicker you used to be able to go and like you you would not be able to go and buy an expansion pack unless you got it from the fucking store or if you were like really great and really great internet but now once the internet became fast enough you could download dlc that was like you know maybe it's just a couple of maps and that became maybe just one map maybe it's just a weapon and it becomes like smaller and smaller and the price goes down but then you have to go and buy more of it or you yeah. buy the fucking season pass which is the price of a whole nother game well, you know, the, like, that's the thing. Gaming really changed once it got hooked up to the internet. Once the Xbox got on the internet, once the PlayStation got on the internet, that's when all this shit changed. Oh, we don't have to ship a full game. We can fix it post-launch. Day one DLC. Day one patch. Day six patch, you know? It, yeah, but, yeah, but at the same time... But at the same time, they kind of fucked themselves up because, like, I remember, I remember, like, DLC was, like, I remember back in the day when DLC was, like, you had a complete game, but DLC was, like, you got all this extra cool yeah, shit. That, like, yeah, That, like, you didn't need, but was cool to have. So, like, that's yeah. why people would have DLC. And, like, people were okay with that. And now it's, like, DLC is required to have, almost. And so now people don't. It's, like, why did they fuck themselves over? Like, like, like that's ultimately a case of, you know, don't break a, don't break, you know, don't break a good thing, you know, yeah. it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, see, that's so. the problem with DLC, though, and, and I did know, so, like, let's say you're playing Call of Duty, and they had a new map pack that came out. If you don't have that map pack, like, you're splitting up, like, if you have map packs, you split up the community based yep. on your map, and that's a problem. That's why... I am actually really interested, and I initially I really like what Halo is going to do with Infinite, which is that it's kind of going to become. Bear with me on the analogy, Fortnite, <laughs> because while Fortnite is what it is, the one thing that Halo is kind of doing, like they're or going to do, like they're doing, is they're going to make it kind of like a service in the sense of like, hey. You pay your $60, you have the Halo game with the base uh, campaign and base multiplayer. But the good thing is, this is going to be the Halo for the next 10 years. So when we get new maps for multiplayer, when we get new campaigns, instead of having to buy another game, you just download it. I hope for free. Sounds like it's going to be free. And it's kind of like getting like a new season of a TV show. It's like you're not, like you said, like you're... Like, that's the problem with Call of Duty. Every year it's a new freaking Call of Duty with a new multiplayer, new campaign, new game, new disc, new everything. You literally are splitting people up over, like, four or five games. Your friend has this one, but you don't. I personally think the Halo new formula is going to be really successful if they do it right. I think initially they're going to probably have some issues, and it's going to be, like, patch after patch. But I think long-term it's going to be a really smart way to go. And it sounds like Modern Warfare kind of is doing this already but i don't you know they've there's been talks of a mind warfare too but if they well, do it like how halo is going to do it, i think it'd be smart 
already have a Modern Warfare 2, but it's, it's a different well, game. Well, not the old one. I'm talking about like a new... They, they, they made the remastered version. Yeah, I know, but they didn't make like a reboot version like this one is. The one you have. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just concerned because like, that's the other thing I kind of missed too is like back in Halo 3. You played on the original Xbox 360. Like, you, if you want to go and customize your character, you can. But, like, you had to fucking earn it. Now it's just like, oh, you know, you have that season pass. And that's how you yeah. customize your character. And, like, I mean, it's a, it's a small thing. But, like, I used to, you know, I got that fucking recon in that game. And that was, like, the Vidmaster challenges. And that was a pain in the ass. That was actually really difficult. Only, like, X amount of people actually got it. But I fucking did. I did all those fucking things. Like, <laughs> and it was difficult. I got my helmet that showed that I was one of the few people that actually could play that game that well. And now it's like, oh, we're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to go and, like, maybe have a handful of, like, shitty customization options. If you want anything cool, you have to go and spend real money. Like, they did that in Halo 4 with the fucking unicorn armor. Yeah, like, that was the only one that, like, looked, like, significantly different. But it was like either pre-ordered, but it was a fucking pre-order bonus too, and that's a whole yeah. other shit that I hated. That I'm glad it's gone. Those fucking pre-order bonuses. Yeah, I remember when that was a thing. Because like I remember like with I think it was Fallout seventy six. They had a big controversy with that because I don't think people were getting what they wanted or something. That, that fucking game was a controversy. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's, it's still broken, dude. It's still broken. That's the funniest thing. People give Cyberpunk shit, dude. That game is in such a way better state than some of the footage you see on the internet of Fallout 76. And in current state, in current state, that game is still broken. Well, yeah, like, you know, I just beat fucking, you know, that that fucking cyberpunk game. Like, there's, like, if you have for the consoles, you know, I, I understand, like, that's yeah. bullshit to release that. But if you have for the PC, like, there are some annoying bits of glitches. And we've showcased a few of them. But it's not nearly as bad as like what a lot of people are saying, like where it's unplayable. Like, no, you can you can beat it and you can have a fulfilling experience. But like, you know, people I think were overreacting to it because it wasn't this like thing that they thought out to be. Because yeah. some of it was CD Projekt Red. They were saying it's going to be this like, oh, you know, you can do this and that. And you can customize your dick size, which you can do in this game. <laughs> But, like, they thought it was a lot bigger than it was supposed to be. And in some respects, that's true. But, like, it was still a fine game for what it was. Well, and I, I think, too, like, they were... I think CG Project Red was, like... They were talking about the game it was going to be, and that's just not the game we got. Like, I think... Like, look, there somebody on Reddit found a freaking railway system that's supposed to be there, but it got cut. I, I that's what I think ultimately happens. I think they were promising stuff that they actually planned to do. It's just they didn't have the time and they shipped it anyway when they should have just waited a year. But I think they want to get in 2020 because that was like Cyberpunk 2020. And you know, yeah, they're, they're dead set on that. And they already delayed it once. And they, they delayed it twice. I think maybe even three times. Yeah. And they honestly probably should have been delayed another year. Yeah, they, they overshot that initial release date. Like, oh my god, you wouldn't believe or undershot it. I guess you could say, but like, think of when it was supposed to be released. Yeah, no, but like, it, it was it was solid. Like, I enjoyed that game. Like, I seriously did enjoy that game. Like, it was it fun. Awesome. The story, 
the the story was awesome. I, I I enjoyed the story, you know, like and the stuff you can do. You can get your fucking cyber implants. You can like do your hacking shit. Like it, it's, you know, I'm sure you can do some. Like you can do a lot of the same things you can do in this game and other games, but you can't really do all of them in one game like this. Yeah, which creates a whole new experience right there, having it all in one. Yeah, and I, and I think it's you know like they're doing pretty bad right now, but like. You know, it's not like compare it to a Bethesda Zenimax game. You know, like people were like, "Oh, you know, this is so terrible." But like, look at fucking Oblivion. <laughs> look at All Out. Like, not even seventy six. Like, yeah, definitely look at that one. <laughs> look at some of their even their successful ones, like New Vegas. Like, there's so many fucking glitches. I'd have seven saves at any given time for pretty much any Bethesda game since Oblivion, because I know if I didn't have seven saves, there's a chance there could be some sort of glitch that I would either not be able to complete quests or my entire save would be fucked. And I've had it happen multiple times. And like, I'd lost hours of gameplay. Yeah. Like Oblivion, like there was one glitch with my one saver. Like I had a, um, you know, I used like a, a summoned sword. And as soon as the summon sword ended, my game would like the game would crash well apparently in 76 too there was a i don't know if you heard about this there was a a room players found that you couldn't go into but through a glitch they got in there and it was basically like a dev you know uh throwaway like sandbox room of like what it was gonna be and so they had like pieces laying around like stuff that was fully rendered and stuff that wasn't stuff that it was just like almost like a closet of like crap. I mean, the the stuff in that game is unparalleled to what people are even the worst things people are saying about cyberpunk. And I get these like clickbaity videos on YouTube every time. It's like cyberpunk is worse than you think. The bugs are only the start. There's more problems here than just the bugs. They can't fix this game. I'm like, what are you people talking about? I think there's some people that just want to hate it. And there are people that bank on the hate. Well, and then I will I will admit, let's let's be honest, a big part of the marketing well, let's be let's be more honest. The entire marketing was centered around the fact that Keanu ha, pr, praise be was gonna be in this game. So Oh well, he is. Yeah, yeah he but, but, awesome. I mean, but I mean that but I mean that was their entire marketing. I mean, he did play a very significant part in the game. Like, actually. Like, oh know, yeah, I know. I I know. I know he does, and I haven't even played it. So. Well, that's what I like from what I've seen is that, like, some games like Call of Duty when they had Kevin Space in it. I remember. Um, I hadn't seen that one, but um, <laughs> what was that? Uh, yeah, that was hindsight's 2020, but man, they fucked up with that. Yeah, I know. But that with that one though, like from what I understand, I don't think Spacey had that big of a role in the game, but obviously not as big as Keanu, because Keanu sounds like he's and I don't want to spoil because I kinda know what goes on, but I kinda don't, so I don't want to spoil it anyway. But it sounds like he's kind of a part of you in the game at all times, yeah. most of the time. It's and yeah it's like they it's not just a marketing tool it's actually like he's actually there you know it's not just like a throw-in cameo that you know he only had to show up for once you know like one day of shooting 
Yeah. No, and like, honestly, God, like, if, heaven forbid, they, I hope they fucking recover from this because I'd love to see another cyberpunk game, like, sequel, prequel, whatever the fuck, you know? I don't with, know if they'd make a sequel, honestly. Maybe well, in a long I, time, but I, like. A prequel featuring Keanu. Yes. You know, that, that well, kind of role. Well, you well, this made me think of a game of like another game at significant bugs when it came out initially. But, but do you guys remember way, way back in the in the day when uh when Star Wars Knights of the Old, the Old Republic was a thing? Yes, yeah. I remember seeing it on game shelves. Night, yeah, well, well, or Knights of the, well, Knights of the Old Republic two, the Sith Lord Lords was. A game that was basically released like unfinished and we're talking like this was before dlc you know even existed hell this was before multiplayer even existed Mm. well what was wrong with that well i mean it was done but they had they had to they basically had to rush it out in time because lucas arts basically told or no, Lucasfilm told LucasArts that they basically wanted the game done by the time of like of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, even yeah. though even though, you know, the two like stories have nothing to do with each other. But, you know, people thought, you know, I guess they thought because of the marketing and all that stuff. So there was like a lot of stuff that they had to cut out. Um there was like a lot of stuff that they had to cut out of the of code or two you know for time purposes but then like just five years ago uh, a group of mods decided to uh get together and like kind of reform like all the stuff that got scrapped so there was something called the restored content mod that basically completes the game as it was intended. That's awesome. I like when people do that. Like I've been playing Battlefront so. 2 and the original and there's a lot of mods for that thing. And even that game, like I have the Steam version that's like version 1.1. Like there's some, I don't even know what the point one has changed, but there's still the glitches that I remember from playing on the PS2. Like when you were on Mustafar and if you die, and you fall to the lava, half of the time, you would fall through the map. you go past the lava and keep going, and it wouldn't know what to do for a few seconds, then it would say you died. I had that happen even on the version I played for the past, I think I played the game like 12, 15 hours so far, and you still get that. You know, people forget that your favorite games were full of glitches and bugs. Maybe not as much. I get it, but... That shit too. Like, look at the games like made from like the Super Nintendo times. Like, I played that. I was playing some of that shit with my brother like probably like six months ago. Like, half the games that came out back then were like complete shit and unfinished. Mm-hmm. You know? People like, forget, forget how bad some of these games were technically. Like, yeah. like that in that department. Like, people don't realize like, oh, you have your good games like Super Mario Brothers or like Super Mario Adventure and like Link to the Past, but you had a lot of shit too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, thank God, you know, there's emulators these days, so you don't have to go and spend money on it, you know, unless you, know, you probably should be buying that shit. But like, 
it, they were unfinished. They were there was tons of glitches in the final games. Like they had that one, like it was some like game show TV. Like it was some, I think it was Smash TV or something. That game, and like you can't even beat the game because there was a fucking bug. Like there was tons of games like that back then, and you would be spending like, you know, when you account for inflation, probably like eighty dollars for a, a game that doesn't even have save functionality and it's so shit and then today like the you know the amount of stuff you're actually getting in these games and how beautiful they look like it's it's really gone pretty far like oh, these yeah. people only remember, like they have nostalgia and they have those nostalgia goggles they forget how shitty games were back then yeah i was saying the exact same thing too was when i was you know, I saw people criticizing like the graphics of Halo Infinite, and I—I I remember when I watched it with you, Alex. Like literally a couple days ago, I was like, I was taken aback how it didn't look that great. At the same time, like, and I'm not giving them an excuse or anything, or I mean, I'm just explaining how things have changed. But at the same time, that game has a in this in that state in that state alone, which is not complete, a million times more than what you got what seven ten years ago whatever i mean it's come a long long way the stand and that just shows you how the standards have changed i mean obviously you want it to be super realistic and cool and all that shit but the standards are just so much higher now Dude, i remember like playing oblivion for the first time on the 360 on like my hd tv like when i fucking first spot i was like holy shit this is super realistic like i mean <laughs> like, looking back now i'm like all these motherfuckers look ugly as sin. Yeah. Like, you know, back, that was fucking amazing. You know, we have, and I mean, things have changed, but like, look at, like, look just how things have evolved so much, like, just with technology, like, fuck. Like, Oblivion, like, I remember when that came out, like, the whole thing was like, oh, people, like, NPCs have their own, like, lives outside of, like, when you're seeing them. Yeah have some levels of routines and like that was just like mind-boggling and now like people are like flipping out that like cyberpunk they don't have similar things but that also created tons of bugs too and it's, you know it's, it's a fucking mm. level well do you remember because it's so laughable because it brings up something you think it's kind of similar with, with npcs do you remember when call of duty ghosts had their presentation their reveal presentation and one of the things that they highlighted was like when you swim, fish move out of your way. Do you remember that? Like that that was a thing back. Like at well, that what time, the biggest that... joke with that too was there were games before it that would do that, and they acted like it was a big deal. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like sort of that immersion thing, but yeah, like we've become so fucking. We don't know how. Out. I know I want to sound like a boomer, but like kids these days don't know how good they have it. Well, yeah, and that, but that's the thing. Like people are spending so much resources on these like graphics and these like you know stupid shit like that. They forget the actual point. Like you yeah. know, you're playing that one game, uh, Deus Ex, and like they awful they... graphics, awful graphics. But for the time, it was probably okay. Yeah, but the gameplay is where it shines. That's what people forget. Like, and that's you know, that's one thing Nintendo has. Like, you know, mm -hmm. at least they're fucking fun. Like, they're like it's like fun first. You can have all this other stupid shit later. But like, that's that's a good philosophy. Yeah, because you gotta give them credit. They stick to gameplay as the number one priority. 
and to a certain extent that's all that really matters in the end like you can have a beautiful yeah. game like there's tons of beautiful games out there you know like there, there's a ton of them but that's not the end all be all of fucking gaming to me you know? it's just what it's like the it's a little bit more in the icing on the cake like it, it's kind of what fully emerges you and like really gets you but everything else is like the first level of immersion and of the fun and of the enjoyment. Like well, I, some, it depends on the game. Like some games, yeah, it's great to have immersion, but others like fucking destroy all humans. You know, yeah, it's just true. Fun to have a sandbox and just cause mayhem. Or look as at Minecraft. Minecraft is the best example of it's all about game. Gameplay is king. Graphics are not. Yeah. Yeah, no, my yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm not the biggest Minecraft fan. I really cared for Legos growing up, but like, I see the appeal. You can literally like emerging gameplay is awesome. Like, you know, you have to do something and do something well with any sort mm -hmm. of you're creating. You know, come up with something new, something unique. It's so hard to find these days. You know, you have your like 27th Assassin's Creed game. Like the first Assassin's Creed, I love that shit. Second one, I, eh, I didn't like it at first, but coming back, it was like, all right, because at least they went more on the storyline. But the first one, man, I, I love that. Like, you're an assassin, and you weren't, like, a ninja. Because, you know, back before then, like, the only real big assassin games, they're either, like, modern, like, you know, Solid Snake or, Splint or like, Sphincter Cell, you know? Mm -hmm. Or you're playing as, like, a fucking ninja in, like, the Tenshu games, which I love, but, like, it was the first real, like, European assassin. And you know, then they just became fucking boring because, like, yeah. I, I mean, know. I still think. Well, I see that's an area where the graphics can really help it because what I've always liked about the series, even for the ones I haven't played, like I've played Assassin's Creed three, and I think I started four, but I need to really dive into that one. Like, what I really love is that it's like it is an assassin in these different historical settings, which is really cool because it's like you can immerse yourself in those places but at the same time i i just have no need to buy an, any new assassin's creeds because it's like like you said it's like the same shit it's like boring it's beautiful it's really cool but it's like yeah i'll wait till it's free on you play and then get it yeah dude fucking assassin's creed like they, they just kept rehashing the same shit it feels like and it's like a different thing like that abstergo stuff like okay cool you're making this extended universe of like ubisoft yeah and that's the other thing that's kind of pissed me off too it's like everything needs an extended u yes. universe now like fucking ubisoft you have the same thing like watchdog it's like okay you know we don't need fucking marvel with like assassins and like woolly mammoths and far cry shit <laughs> you know we don't need that why why do we have that yeah you know, i know it's fuck everything's I mean, I, gotta become a franchise or a series you know yeah like i, I think it would have been fine they have like assassin's creed one two and i think i think it was it was one of the older ones and like they finished it up with like desmond like his storyline i for the most part and now it's like they, they should just ended it there i feel they should just ended his shit and go and got on with something else and then like i remember fucking playing black flag for a few minutes and one thing i did like about that and that was with like the ps4 i used to have a ps vita the pirate ships play. now are fun you could sh you could share your screen with like the ps vita and play it with the fucking vita oh that's cool yeah but like it's they stopped that because no one in america bought the vita which i fucking loved i love that stuff but they just didn't make any fucking games for it yeah you know? 
That died quickly. I don't yes. even know anybody has a DS anymore. Well, it's like, well, if you have a Switch, you know, I see That's Sam. That's DS right there. Yingling Sam. Ah, uh, yes, I do have a Yingling. <laughs> In Pennsylvania, but uh, no. Fucking those games man like i i love that vita but like the switch i think is the ultimate evolution of that because it is a full-on game console but yep. you can take it with you and you can play it like on the television as well like that is probably the best one i've seen so far yeah i i do have to give nintendo credit for that because it was kind of a surprise personally i i didn't expect them to have anything like like i thought like okay they gotta do something good because the wii u was a, pretty much a flop so i was like well they gotta do something good but not expecting much and then when i saw i was like oh, that's interesting well you think about it, it's really not that much different from the wii it's like it's not it i feel surprised it sold so many but the thing is you can take it with you like the wii u it had to be next to the fucking like you had to you had to pay for those expensive ass controllers but then you still couldn't like play it separately to my knowledge you know like you had to have your ipad thing controller with you but with the switch you bring the fucking switch with you and then it also like those little remotes that function like the wiimotes yeah yeah that's fucking brilliant and they're the only ones like nintendo they're the only ones like really innovating with like their design like you know nintendo and xbox they're just doing the same sort of shit as each other sooner or later one of them is going to beat out the other or it's just going to go to pc but the one thing that you can't really do on the pc is the shit that nintendo's doing like they're the one thing yeah. that's fucking bringing doing something different and i love that about them now their games are not the most brilliantly they don't the most brilliant graphics but they do what they can with what they have like look at fucking breath of the wild yeah. you know not 4k but like it looks okay either way because it has that cell shaded stuff it looks good it's fucking timeless you know and they have they're the only ones that still really support like split screen and like party games like yeah when was the last like i think the last halo game didn't even have split split screen co-op jesus christ like what what happened with that i mean i remember when that used to be the thing like you played like Halo and shit together. You played like Call of Duty together. You, yep. you know, before even like Xbox Live was a thing, you used to play that shit. You had like LAN parties or just like split screen system link. And now it's all fucking because they want you to go buy multiple copies of the game. That's why they're fucking greedy. Yep. You know? Greed ruins everything. Yeah. It fucking does, man. That's was... the one thing I have been surprised. It was like. You know, and I, I are, understand. That... Are you, are you guys still alive by chance? Yep, we'll be wrapping it up soon, actually, because it's getting late, and I'm actually gonna do some Battlefront, but I'll still be on voice chat. But last thing I'll say yeah, is, what was that? Yeah, same here. I'm not I'm not going anywhere, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here, holding my ground, um, as they say in the movies, but. Um, what was I thinking of? Um, oh yeah, that's the one thing I'm surprised has never happened is Sony or Xbox taking one of each other out. Cause like now the differences are small, and I feel like it's gonna come to a point where there's gonna be a clear winner, and the other one is just gonna call it quits eventually. But maybe not. 
I, I just, I don't know. Well, what Xbox could do is, you know, they have basically the PC market corner, if you think about it, because what what operating system is 99% of gaming done on? It's Windows. Yeah. And yeah. you can already get a lot of their exclusives, like Forza and Halo, on fucking Windows. So, like, And the new Halo is going to be on Windows, too. Like, on launch, I think on launch day. You know, it's, it's not like it's going to come like the master chief collection like 20 years later so they are fully focused they know the pc market is their market oh yeah like they could dip out but i don't know if they will like sony like like there's just not as many like really compelling exclusives like there's a few like oh you can get the fucking super spider-man game miles morales on i think it was was a playstation yeah yeah that's their one exclusive frankly it looks like it's a good game but i don't care (laughs) I well, feel like had, a waste of time. Yeah, a Demon Souls remake, but like you know that that game originally came out for the PS3, and it's just a fucking remake. Yeah. You know, in the Xbox, you know, it's not really exclusive. You can just play it all on the fucking computer, anyways. Like, I think in the next generation or two, you're gonna see, you know, them start to. There's gonna be one winner within I think two generations at most. And then you're just going to have them and Nintendo. And I think that Nintendo is different enough. Yeah. Oh, work. they'll stay competitive. Absolutely. Because they have be... a unique feature. That's always what drives, you know, your competition. Yeah. Like, I think Xbox and PlayStation try to compete with them once with the fucking, like, uh, not like, what was that? Yeah. With the, when they were trying to do the Wii thing, like Xbox had the freaking thing that would spy on you all the time. Then Sony had those colored balls. I don't even remember what they're called. That's how they failed. The dildo thing with the PlayStation 9. PlayStation Move. I had one of those things. Yeah. That's what it was. The Move. Yeah, like the Connect and the Move, that's what it was. Connect, yeah. I remember Xbox got just slaughtered because of the always-on internet and the fact that that Xbox um, Connect was always watching you just well, was, that was so bad. Were saying. I don't think the old one did that, but the new one, they were originally going to require that. Yeah, they were going to, and I don't even remember if they said it, they're like unveil, but like, yeah, I remember that got so much shit. Yeah, but the fucking Wii, they still did their thing, and they had the most stupidest fucking name for it. Like, it sounds like a cock. <laughs> it looks like a fucking dildo and a butt plug. <laughs> fucking controllers. Like, it's the most, like, nerdy gay shit, but they still were, like, the best-selling console. No, they <laughs> went up there with something stupider. Wii U. I remember that. I remember, I remember that people, like, kept cracking their TV screens. <laughs> Well, they put a yeah. I remember that too, because then they put a wrist uh, thing on when I got mine. Yeah, but but like, but even so, people kept throwing, people kept like accidentally throwing the the Wii U controllers, which I like. I predicted that was going to happen. We we not the Wii U. The Wii U was the one with the fucking tablet that sucks. Pseudo ass. tablet. Yeah. I remember like, when that was announced, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it totally failed. I actually kind of liked it more than the actual Wii, because I, I hated the Wii outside of, like, Wii Sports, because, like, they kept forcing, like, the, the greatest game was the fucking Wii Sports. Oh, and, like, so Wii Sports Resorts. Oh, my God, that was the shit. I played so much of that. It never got old. 
but every other game I didn't fucking like for it. Like, I, I regret, like, one of the biggest regrets of my life was, like, not... Because I, I had Twilight Princess pre-ordered for the GameCube. I switched it over to the fucking oh. Wii version. That was... Because I well, was you like, You could oh, use a GameCube controller on the Wii. Well, yeah, but not for that game. Really? Yeah, they want at least not to my knowledge, they want you to go and play it with the fucking Wii Mote, and it was fucking stupid. That's some bullshit. I mean, the Wii also had, like, you could buy that, like, pseudo controller thing that was like a traditional controller, but a little wonkier looking. Specifically like for the Wii. Nintendo fucking controller. And it was good if you had the, like, and it only really let you do that with, like, a handful of games, and most of them were, like, the DL, like, the old Nintendo games you could emulate on there, but, like, you know, the, the only real game they liked on there was like Brawl, which is the worst Super Smash Brothers game ever released, but it was still kind of cool because you got a lot more characters. But, you know, it, it just kind of sucked. Well, I think like Nintendo for... thought that, that the motion controls was the future, but kind of, it's like, it, it it's like, yeah, but not for everything, you know? Because yeah. I remember I had Goldeneye, the remake of Goldeneye, on the Wii and playing that with just the controllers as is was like freaking just I don't know how you could play that game because like to sh- like to aim you'd point at the screen but what I got was what they called the Wii Zapper <laughs> they always oh, yeah. they, they always cuck the name it's not the Wii Gun it's the Wii Zapper but it's, it's a crossbow game with Legend of Zelda in there yep yep I played that yep which is pretty cool because that had like the Twilight Princess graphics, but like with like a, you know, crossbow thing, which it was fun for what it was. But, you know, you put in that and then it felt like, okay, this is like laser tag kind of like, but more accurate, of course. And it was really cool. I actually liked it because it kind of gave you the precision of like a mouse for a console. But you had to have that or else I don't know how you'd play that game and not feel weird. And it would just not work. I think you could use a regular controller on that, but I'm not sure. But that was how I played that. And it, I love that game. I played a lot of that. It was awesome. Yeah, that, that's the thing with that console, though. It's like they just they forced you to use the motion controls with so many games. And that's. That was that the problem, great. yep. Like if they would have just let developers do what the fuck they wanted, I think it would have. Like, because they did have some good games, like games that were meant to have it, like Wii Sports. They were great. Yeah, you know, they're, they're awesome. awesome, like all-time classics. But they weren't like hardcore games. It was like for the yep. casual audience, which they did very well. But then, you know, for everything else, it fucking sucked. And like, if you had the option to buy it on another console for a regular game, you better fucking do that or else you're going to have a hard time because most games did not do that but what they should have done is made like a fucking star wars game for that like yes as a fucking jedi with a lightsaber like that would have been so fucking amazing especially with the advanced like the wii motion plus or whatever that i think they did eventually yeah i remember the motion plus too that was the one thing too that was kind of like i don't know why that i I think I would think with Nintendo they wouldn't let Greed get the best of them, but like I don't know why the Motion Plus shit wasn't a thing on launch. I don't know if the technology was there or what. Back then to do that. What was that? I don't think they had the tech to do that back then, like when they first launched. Like yeah. That, that cutting edge. 
It's pot. Yeah, I think so. And what was nice though is like it was just like a clip on, you know, to your remote, which made it longer. But I me- I think I do have one that had it built in. But I mean that yeah, because I remember the uh, the sword play in the Wii Sports Resort. I forget which one that was called, where you would knock the guy off the platform. It was like the coolest thing ever. Like it was the closest thing to like VR what we have now, you know. And it was really cool. But I think Nintendo thinks that they're a company that's only for the casual people. And I don't think... And I would, it'd be interesting to see how it would work out. Because I know the GameCube kind of was closer to it. But how they would work out if they, they had their casual stuff that people love. You know, but it's like the Switch where you still... You have your motion controls, but you can make it a regular controller and play your hardcore games and your Call of Duty. I feel like they're still scared to like bridge that gap and have both those audience i i don't know if it's a marketing thing if they think they should only tailor to one market or if they think they if they tailor the two they're gonna piss off both audiences i i I don't know in the in the field like you know they're not gonna be able to compete with the xbox they're not gonna be able to compete with the playstation but they can compete for more but even then like fucking super smash brothers like ultimate's not casual like, you know, there's so much shit with that. And that's why I think they sort of, they went back to their roots. Like, they do have a little bit of that now. Like, you can play. And you can play that in GameCube control, right? Yeah, you can use the GameCube control. You can use, like, they, like, people, they have these new ones. And it's, like, custom. If you want to go and buy, like, a custom fucking Brawl, like, or not, Super Smash Brothers, like, Ultimate Control, you can spend hundreds of dollars on this shit if you want, like, an MLG fucking Ultimate Controller. Yeah. Like, but they allow that now, which I think is great. You know, You're yeah. Getting... I think the switch was like, cause like I, I that that I can do on the switch, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Ultimate. That's the best one. You can play every single character from every other Super Smash Bros. game plus a shit ton more. See, plus the they switch do a seems like what the Wii U should have been. You know. Yeah, but they fucked. Yeah, I think they learned their lesson from that. You know. Because, yeah. like, the Switch or the Wii U, it's, like... Because I think you could also hook up the Wii controllers to it. Like, it was backwards compatible, I think, all the way up. Maybe even back to the GameCube bound up, at least with the Wii, I think. And their their Super Smash Bros. game is pretty decent, too. Like, that, that was the whole reason I bought the fucking Switch, was for that Super Smash Bros. game. I love that series. Mm. I, I, it's only... amazing, too, that... You know, I, I'm trying to think. and Do you know anyone that had the Wii U? I don't know a single person that did. And I and I beat the wind like I actually played the I beat the Wind Waker re release. I actually enjoyed that. Did they release on Switch? Uh don't know about the Switch, but they had for the Wii U, like oh. the Wind Waker whatever, the H D remake, which was actually they fixed a lot of the issues with Wind Waker. Like I I never I did beat the Wind Waker beforehand, but it was like they had Master Quest version, which was like you couldn't find your heart containers outside of like I don't think you could find them at all, like unless you bought it from a store. So it made it like actually difficult because that was probably one of the most easiest like Zelda games out there. You know, for like the most casual Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. game, it made it like actually tough. Yeah. Well, here's the last thing I asked before we close the stream here and then go shoot the shit in Star Wars. Um, where what's next for Nintendo? Like, what do they do next after the Switch, or do they just keep the Switch for a long ass time? I make like a switch. I think they're already making a switch pro. Like the switch did fucking amazing, especially now. Like 
people love that kids love the switch like my fucking girlfriend she put like thousands of hours on that fucking um one game that animal crossing like that became a phenomenon during the pandemic that we're currently in yeah oh yeah i'm googling switch pro and um yeah it sounds like it's something that's like being rumored that's in the works but it looks like it see i don't know if i like this because I, I like about that switch is like you can have the motion controls it looks like they're you know it looks like the regular switch with the screen but like all the controls are stuck on it you can't remove well, they them have, they have the one that has they have like the cheapo switch that has it with the controls stuck on it right yeah i remember that you know my girlfriend is one of those and like i have my regular one which has they you might two. have like, <laughs> yeah they're two different ones yeah she has one she I mean, she made money off that uh, fucking game, that Animal Crossing. Wait, she made money on Animal Cross? Oh, yeah, she made, like, 800 bucks. Like, she paid for it. Wait, she made $800 from playing Animal Cross? Oh, yeah, people people spend money on, like, cards <laughs> and, like, you give them money. Like, there's a whole fucking account. Like, you can buy services in that game. Like, player to player. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm thinking, I think Nintendo started cracking down on it, so not as much recently, but back when it came out, she made some money off of it. She paid off her Switch with Super... Or not Super Smash, but fucking... Uh, the, the Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah, rumors are saying that the new Switch, the Switch Pro, will be uh, 4K compatible, and... Bunch of other things, I guess. Oh, it could be packed with a mini LED display. That's interesting. That's like the next best, you know, TV or picture or screen. You know, it's going to replace LEDs and maybe OLEDs. That's the one thing I wish Nintendo wasn't so behind on is their fucking like graphics compatibility. Like, yeah, I get it. They don't want to make them like super realistic looking games. That's cool because it looks different than the other stuff, but. Just make it 4K, make it 120 FPS, whatever the standard is on the PlayStation, the Xbox. Like that sort of stuff to me is so basic. I don't get that for their games. Like shit, that's that's a thing you don't really fucking need to be super. Yeah, but if you have 4K TV, man, it will look unbelievable. It will be gorgeous. But they're mostly cartoon games, anyways. Like you know, like look at look at Breath of the Wild. Like that, I don't know what the fuck it's in. Maybe it's like 720p, but it still looks fucking. No, it's gotta be 1080. There's no way it's 720. That's gotta be 1080. What is the current setting for the Switch? Uh, it's gotta be 1080. I don't see how you'd release console not 1080. That'd be like that'd be fucking insane. It is 1080. Yep, 1080. That's what I thought. When it's docked. When it's not plugged in? When it's docked. It's 1080, but the screen on the actual thing is 720. But that's a small screen. Even then, a 6.2 inch display should be 1080. Like, my phone is 1080, but it doesn't make that much of a difference on this small screen, but you know. Yeah, my phone is. My phone is ten eight. Well, you and I have the same. We have the twelve. Yeah. Well, I have the, I have the twelve pro. Yeah, yeah. I think this. Yeah, I think the screen resolution's the same on the twelve and twelve pro. Cause I just have the twelve. 
Yeah, but if you're playing it outside of the television, like it's still like people like you can play it in your handheld version. Like a lot of times. Oh yeah. Like, well, that's the whole point of the Switch. Yeah, so you can be watching it 720 for the most part unless you're like having it plugged in the TV. Dude, I'd have that shit plugged into the TV. That game, because that game does look beautiful. Oh, you so, does, you really need it though. Like it's beautiful the way it is, man. It can be more beautiful. Cell shaded. I'm because t- like we were just last night. I did something I've never done before. I know I'm a like a boomer, but um, my dad was re- was uh, catching up on the Mandalorian, so he was watching the first season. I sat there and watched the entire first season without any breaks, just right through it. I've never binge watched an entire season of a show before. I just don't like watching things that way. I like spacing it out and enjoying it piece by piece. But that's just me. I know it's not how most people are. But one of that show feel really interesting seeing it a second time. All you know, the one all of season one just kind of in one shot. It's very interesting experience, but because it feels very cohesive and you can see the the cohesiveness throughout, but it was in 4k. And let me tell you when the, cause it automatically picks the resolution, which I hate how you can't like manually pick the resolution, but you could tell when it was down in 1080 and when it went to 4k it is like, I cannot unsee 4k versus 1080. I know when it's 4k and I know when it's 1080 and I'm not standing like really close and I'm not super far away. I'm like a, about 12 feet i'd say away from it maybe 10 feet you can tell fucking difference and like when i've seen animated stuff you can tell the difference there's like an extra level of detail that you didn't even know was there that's the best way i can describe the difference like if you see tom cruise like crawling on a you know can on like a rock face normally like yeah you'd see the rock has some texture but you'd see way more texture and you could, I notice in the skin, you see a lot more of like the details in somebody's skin. So that's my 4K explanation. But anything yeah. else you guys want to shoot the shit about before we close the stream and bullshit offline? Not really. I think I'm good. Happy, mm. happy New Year, everyone. So, happy New Year. well, hopefully. Yeah, I hope everybody has a happy New Year because. We all know how 2020 was. And thank you to everyone who uh, donated to uh, my stream in the in the first half of the show. Uh, Fat Cake Boy, Sawson, Kevin dropping the big bucks. Uh, Kevin, really appreciate that. Uh, And your ammo fund will go to great use. So. Yeah, that's but, good of people like, to do that. Because that's how you really support people now is giving them money. Mm-hmm. You know, likes and, and retweets uh, and all that's great, but nothing keeps the likes lights on but monies. Well, and please and please subscribe to uh, Versa News Media as well. In fact, let me link to their stuff in the chat. Oh, thanks, man. Everybody should subscribe to Sam too and subscribe to Jeff on Twitch so you can catch us doing another discussion there. Jeff, he's kind of a nerd. <laughs> hey, nerds nerds rule the world. Other than the elites and the globalists. 
just kidding. I I love Jeff. So yeah, he seems cool. So not not about, not in the way he not in the way he thinks I love him. <laughs> but all that's right, that's all another story. Yeah, oh, more story time for next time. Then we'll see you guys later. Bye. Oh, and thank you, Sam, for being on with us for another year. Cause it's I remember you were on a no lot problem. of COVID streams. Very much. No problem. Happy to have you guys as you know, co. I wouldn't really say co's, but you know, co-streamers, collaborators, yeah, co-collaborators, co-conspirators. Yes. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Wash your hands. Fuck All right, wish. folks. God bless and God bless. Good night. Uh, God save this great nation. God freedom, I see in that order, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Witch.